internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey. Uh, of course, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Uh, every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with patent Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Nice. That one was actually really, <laughs> really, really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're rock and rolling. Of course, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And, of course, we'd love to have friends with us. And today we have back yet again by popular demand. We have Nathan Rapert here. Of course, you knew he's been on our fantasy football league. He's been all over. We've been talking about HBO Go. Like, he's been on a couple episodes. So welcome back, Nate, to the Happy Hour Johnny and Deuce. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, guys. What's going on? A lot's been going on, man. It is it is the E3. But before we get into that, Deuce has some news for you. Yeah, here. I wanted to throw this out there to all of our fans out there. I just want to let you know it's about Embrace Your Geekness Day. And it's going to be at the Oblivion Tap Room. In Orlando, it's Oblivion Tap Room. It's on East Colonial Drive in Orlando. It's going to be Saturday, July the 11th, and it's going to be from 4, 4 p.m. until midnight. We're going to be there. We're going to have a table set up. Uh, we're going to be handing out a little bit of swag. Uh, we're going to be doing some live podcasts. So come and see your boys. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce at a break. Embrace Your Geekness Day at the Oblivion Tap Room, and it's going to be Saturday, Saturday, July 11th at 4 p.m. to midnight. So, speaking of things that have been keeping us up past midnight lately. Oh, you ain't oh, kidding. Oh, man. This oh E3 this year has been insane. A lot of pros and cons. Um, yeah. But uh, before we get into that, for the folks that just joined us, um, let's start with Nate. What, what systems do you own? Like, what, what are you playing on right now? Uh, so, we have the Xbox 360. I have a Wii and the Xbox One and a uh, PC. And a pretty damn good PC at that. Uh, actually, in the last month, it's become like as high Uber and really PC. Yeah, yeah. It's, nice. it's really good. good, good. When when me and Nate first started hanging out, he was mostly a PC gamer, and he taught me a lot about PC gaming because that was not a world I was really into. So that, at least in the beginning, was kind of your console du jour, if you will. Yeah, I got dual 970s and a 4K monitor now, so it's nice. I'm, good I, times. I feel good. Deuce, what are, you, what are you rocking on right now? Pretty much just my PlayStation 4. I mean, I've got my PS3, I've got my 360 sitting around, but pretty much if it's gaming, it's PS4 all the way. So uh, until uh, – we'll talk about it later on the podcast. Right. Until I decide to buck up and buy my Xbox One, which the date got changed because of E3. Right. So, uh, yeah, so for now it's just pretty much PS4. Uh, what about you, Johnny? Of course, I'm rocking a PS4, but I'm also rocking a Wii U. Uh, but you course, love. You actually play I, the I put my Wii U, Wii U every day, yeah. So, um, and, and a lot of it has to do with, you know, Nintendo makes really great games that are family-oriented, family-friendly. And I can play games in front of my kids and yeah. be like, all right, I can play Mario or Mario Kart or Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker and not worry about them being like, uh-oh. You know, like, I can't go and play, like, Assassin's Creed or, or Call of Duty in or front of them. Cry or Far Cry. Yeah. So that's wait till they're in a nap or in bedtime, you yeah. know. Daddy, his head came off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I love it. Um, I, and also, if you guys have been following um, my addiction as of late, uh, Hearthstone, um, especially. I've been playing since the beta, but, like, these last three months, Deuce can vouch. I've been playing a lot, especially yeah, since I've it's uh, come to phones and stuff. So it's been, it's been nuts. Have I've you been, jumped on the Tavern Brawl? Yeah, it's insane. Oh, well, we'll talk about that yeah. later, but it's it's not so. So I guess technically I'm playing a lot of PC with because of Hearthstone yeah. and um, Steam because you got that Steam, Steam. account now. Yeah, so, so Steam and stuff. you know, so I've been playing a lot of Steam and a lot of Hearthstone. So I'd actually say I've been playing more PC than any of my other consoles wow. because 
yeah, I've been playing Hearthstone like like crazy. Um, and uh, but anyway, so yeah, PS4 and Wii U get a lot of love as well. So, yep. And of course, uh, we had a lot of it, you know a lot of expectations coming into this E3. You know, a lot of the and this is what the a year and a half since the three uh, the uh, PS4 and the Xbox One have come out, and of course the yeah. Wii U. You know, it came out in 2012, so the Wii yeah. U was kind of like in that weird you know, middle towards the end of its life cycle. Yeah. So it was kind of weird to see what Nintendo was going to do, especially since, uh, which we'll get into it later, the the pushback of uh, Zelda for the Wii U. Um, so I kind of was like, all right, let's see. This is like our, f- actually, this is the first time we've covered it as the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Yeah. So, and if you guys were following our Facebook page, I was screen capping everything. I had played a game with some of our uh, listeners. I said, hey, name something that uh, happened during E3. I have a picture of it. Yep. And I was able to do it, so it's like I have. I, I'm actually that's how my notes are actually just photos. That's how I'm able to go through my notes. Is it's I'm probably actually, gonna make your life a lot easier. Oh yeah. So I have like everything. Pictures. This is from Bethesda. I mean, we'll go through that uh, in a second. But yeah, so I had like screen caps of everything. I was like, and Deuce, I was telling Deuce, dude, I'm so tired. I'm just like, <sighs> yeah, he'd be up, and I'm like, dude, it's it's a it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, man. Yeah. Like, and I gotta rest, get up, Deuce, get but I gotta sleep. get up the next morning, and I gotta go to work, and then my lunch break is the uh, Microsoft, and I'm like, I gotta take an extended lunch break and then when that's over i've, I've like I, I don't know how but i got to watch twitch on my phone while i'm at work so i could screen cap the stuff for ea and ubisoft and then after that go home eat dinner put the him, kids I'm to like, bed and then the sony one and then go to bed they get up and then do the nintendo one. Oh man yeah. it was like insane two yeah, days it was the noise from the live tweets Almost got me divorced. I'm just saying. My <laughs> wife was like, "If this phone beeps one more time, <laughs> like it's it's going down." Anyways, let's start off from the top. Um, of course, actually, day zero, if you want, uh, yeah, was Sunday, Sunday which uh, Bethesda. Um, they uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time was a really late conference for us uh, East Coasters here. Yeah, uh, and it's so much stuff got spoiled or intentionally leaked that there was no. Video popped up and you're like, <gasps> yeah. oh that, my that's God. that's that was like the main theme of this E3 was stuff just came out ahead of time. Of course, we knew like was like a week prior that Fallout 4 was coming out because uh, we had known for a while. But we'll get we'll, we'll start off first of all with Doom. Doom was the first thing they opened the conference with. Yeah. Thoughts on that uh, on that coverage there? Um, I don't know how much you've dug into the whole Snap Map level creator. Yeah. I called it. I had our, our tweet, famous tweet for that night. We got retweeted a bunch. Was uh, I called it the uh, Mario Maker? <laughs> Mario Maker Doom Edition. Or yeah, something. the Mario yeah. Maker of Doom games because yeah. uh, it's it's really really in depth and really yeah. cool what you can do with it. Yeah, I, I watched some demos and then I went and researched the engine it's based on also, and it's really cool. It's gonna open up a lot of player made stuff. I think that'll surpass the already gigantic levels and huge multiplayer focus they're really putting on this version of Doom, which is making me happy because. I'll be honest. The, I don't know how many more single player campaigns of Doom I got m- got me anymore. I've done yeah, it for yeah. literally twenty five years, so yeah. it's kind of eh. so I'm really more excited about the player content. Well, Doom is really like Doom has really evolved a lot when it first came out. You know, because I, when I think of Doom, I think of like intense action, fun. And when they did Doom three, I want to get your thoughts on Doom three because Doom three, you know, PC obviously X. Xbox One, right? If the, original the original Xbox. I mean, yeah. original Xbox, yeah. excuse me. Uh, the original Xbox, uh, the first Xbox. Uh, and I remember that was, they did a whole shift. Like, it was more like you couldn't have, you had a flashlight and a gun, and like you, it was really dark, almost like a survivor, like a horror game, you know, like a you know survival horror game. It wasn't really like a Doom that we knew of, you know? It Which kinda, is why I hated it. 
Yeah, it it just didn't feel like Doom, right? It didn't well, feel Well, I lived in a really tiny studio apartment that had a little cove that I put my computer in because the only place it was going to fit. And there was no real light there, and I had to wear headphones because we had thin, laws, uh, thin walls, and my roommates would complain, not roommates, my neighbors would complain about the bass in my computer and stuff. So at night... I'm playing in a dark room with headphones on. Oh, no. And so you hear, and the next thing someone would jump out. And after literally the seventh time of getting startled in my own damn living room, I was like, you know what? I can't play this game at night anymore. And then during the day, it was just, it got predictable. Like, yeah. okay, something's about to jump at me. Three, two, one. Oh, scary thing. And mm-hmm. it, it lost its flavor really I thought quick. it looked really good from a technical aspect. It was beautiful. It, it looked awesome. Yeah. Like the, the aesthetics and everything looked great. But it didn't feel like Doom to me, and that was the thing that l- a lot of the community backlashed. Yeah. I think they were going in the right direction with yeah. this one. This one felt more action, upbeat, you know, intense to shoot out the aliens. You know, it felt more and like it was going in the right direction. I want to pose a question to you guys: Is like after this Doom, where do they go from here? Because this this feels like they're going in the right direction. Do you feel like they're going to go in a do another switch, or do you think they're going to continue on with this? This uh, hopefully it sells well, right? That's going to determine a lot. That would be yeah, the the thing that determines most. I think it's got a chance to to run. It's it's yeah. one of the oldest titles that still has legs. I mean, yeah, there's true. still still people making old mods for the old stuff still. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's insane. Yeah, so I it has the potential, but I think this is their. They're flipping their coin, and if it lands on the wrong side, there's a studio closing. Yeah. If it lands on the right side, they're hiring 30 more programmers and a, a sure. PR staff. Because yeah. it's, it's, I don't think there's a gray area on this one. No. And also, i got to say this. I'm really glad because this is one kind of thread I saw throughout E3 this year. Studios now are starting to embrace the summer release date. There was a lot more games announced that are going to be releasing, you know, summertime instead of that October, November. That's so for example, jam-packed. Arkham Knight's coming out, yeah. you know, in a uh, few days. Y- yeah, so. exactly, Tuesday, yeah. and yeah. then uh, you know, Doom. They said it's going to release in the summertime, right? So I'm like, that's awesome because get it far enough away from all your big and it's less competition, yeah. you know, less so the, competition, the chance of they'll sell being more able copies. To sell. Um, give it the best fighting chance it has, and I think dropping the summer is going to do that. I've actually got my beta already for it because when I bought Wolfenstein, you right. got a code came with for it. the the beta, so I've got that. So I'm I'm pumped. It's going to be a day one purchase for me. It looks awesome. And if you haven't, go back. Uh, we kind of did a little mini review, uh, Deuce and I, um, about and, we, and even with Jason, our friend Jason, yeah. we talked about it. Uh, it's a very underrated game. I really like yeah. the new Wolfenstein a lot. Uh, kind of surprised me. But Doom, for me, the whole time, I kept thinking, gosh, I've seen this before, though. Because I was watching this, I'm like, that there was creatures that looked like Destiny creatures. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Because like, Deuce and I pumped a lot, and I know Nate played as well. We, we pumped a lot of hours into Destiny. And I kept thinking, like, this looks like Mars. This The the shot from the, I was like, ah, this looks so familiar. Like, it, to me, I said it looked like Bulletstorm meets Destiny meets... I don't know, Halo or something. Like it looked very like I've seen this before. It looked looked pretty. It, it looked good. It does, but it, the other thing is to to use your own analogy against you, you put three games I really like together. You're like, it's Bulletstorm, which I love, Destiny, which I loved, and Halo, which I, I like a pretty decent amount together. It's like, well damn, if those are three good games I like and that's what it's kinda maybe mirroring, then it should be pretty good. Yeah, but we're kinda in the age of innovation. I and agree. They, I agree. New artistic styles, not. I mean, we've we've talked ad nauseum about my dislike of d- Destiny because yeah. it felt like I've played these games from a visual standpoint before. Yeah. Right. And I kind I agree with you. I didn't even think about that till you said something. 
I feel like the same art director jumped ship and did this game because I've seen these models before. I've seen the the style. It's things that really grab my attention are the this is a cool new look, yeah, and I, right. I, I completely with agreed. I've seen this before, and to your point, Kyle, it's the problem with me is it looks like three other games I've played already. So yeah, it's, so then you're like, well, why this isn't going to make the super baby like yeah. you know Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie is going to have some super <laughs> child. Yeah. This is going to be yeah. some like mix of three games I've already played. True, true, and I and, and sure there was a couple, couple of cool like things like from a technical aspect, like obviously you know the part the increased amount of particles like. It, there's a lot of really nice visual aesthetics that was in there. Like, like when they went to hell, like that to me looked really cool. Like the way this. Yeah, there was some good moments. Like, yeah. It wasn't like it was a dull, boring like tra uh, trailer or whatever yeah. gameplay trailer, but like there, it just felt like all right. They're trying to, and the way the audience was really in getting into it because there's all there's you know there's a big lore. You know, yeah. we talked about this twenty plus years of of lore of, yeah, of Doom. It's like the original first person shooter. I remember the first time I played Doom. I was in like middle school, and I'm talking like sixth grade. Yeah, it was so Wolfenstein I mean, yeah. and Doom. Doom. Yeah. yeah, but Doom yeah. when it came on was like oh, we didn't never. Now seen didn't three sixty do like a, a a remastered version? They did of Doom arcade. 3. It was like a retextured. Retextured version, yeah, but was, I remember it was still fun. The models, it was yeah. so much fun playing it. And like, uh, I had a, a friend of mine. I guess you can get it on like a tablet as well. Yeah. And you show me the tablet version. I'm like, oh, that was. It's just so much. It brings you back. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of great moment moments with Doom. So like, I wanted to sell well because other thing is like. I I don't want any company to fold or any sort no, of studio you never to want close. Anybody to lose their job or anything right. Like that. You, you never want to. You never want to see that. And like I hope it sells well just for the fan and the you know the fan base and the lore and for yeah. Bethesda and like everyone that's working on this title. I wanted to do well. I wanted to sell well. I you know yeah. I'd like to see Doom you know kicking around for another twenty years. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll wait and see. You know, it'll be next year yeah. and everything. So I'm sure we'll do a review on that one because I know I'm picking it. Before up. we get into the big game of the conference, let's, let's hit on a couple other things they talked about. They talked about this game they've been working on for years called Battle Cry. It's based on like a, I don't know, some sort of like tabletop game, um, based uh, sort of war kind of like. It's really hard to explain, and that was a problem I had was they've been talking about they've been working on it for years, and. They didn't give do a good enough job telling you what the game was about, and I I'm like yeah I actually had to go read so like right. it's a free to play PvP shooter, well not just a shooter because it's got melee in it too. Right. Uh, you can sign up for beta now, but beta is not going to be until later this year. You know what it really felt like to me? Team Fortress Two had a baby because <laughs> it, yeah. it had some of the kind of the same zany little animations, and some of the characters were really over the top. And I mean, the, if you watch just the video. You're like you're shooting people and killing people with a large hammer. Yeah. And then you realize it's 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 if Planet that's, here's my example to use a game game baby. Yeah. If Team Fortress Two and Planet Side had a baby, right? It would be Battle Cry. I agree with that statement for sure. Yeah. But it didn't do much for me. It didn't like I didn't go wow I gotta play this. I mean yeah if you can get into the beta cool check it out why not? But like I don't I, know. It made me sign up. I mean that's literally it yeah. was enough to go. You so have I'd love to get. Sir. So I'd like to get you back on the show, get your thoughts on it once you play it, because I For want sure. I want to yeah. know because uh, I'm not going to be joining it, um, but definitely let me know what you think. Let us know what you think because I want to I want to hear your feedback because eh, I'm like meh, it was all right, you know. And they it was really quick too. They didn't put a lot of time in. They just showed you some of the classes and that was it. And they cut off. I was yeah. like, all right, well, that really explained a lot, you know, because you like you said you had to do homework after watching it, you know, and that's yeah. that's not. I don't think that's a good kind sign of, of failure on their end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, Battle Cry, check it out. Um, and, of course, uh, 
another game they announced. Uh, they didn't really. I, I don't know if they actually showed any gameplay footage. They showed a cinematic trailer for it, which was a sequel to Dishonored, uh, which uh, sold really well. Dishonored, the first Dishonored game, did was a, was a success. I think they sold eight million units uh, copies. Uh, did really well. So uh, Dishonored two. I mean, what do you think of the? It was like a cinematic trailer, kind of set up a story to kind of yeah, see. Yeah, it sets up the. It's the character from the first one, and then the girl. Right, who's now grown up? They showed some tentacle scenes and some stuff. If yeah. you cut real, cause some frames sure. of her evolved. Um, I I wish I could have seen a little more. I mean, great. It's not till spring of 2016, so, so we're a year away yeah, from release. Yeah, it's, it's, which it's means a while. They probably just have the trailer and yeah. some alpha stuff. Right. So that was also one of my gripes about all of E3. There was too much late 2016 announcements. It was. Like, I was like, dude, why are we yeah. 18 months away from I the agree. launch and you're hi- Yeah, well, I want to get into that topic later on about announcing games too early. So we'll get into that later. Remind me later. But no, I agree. And I, I felt like it, they didn't actually show any, like, f- gameplay footage. Like, it was yeah. just a cinematic yeah, trailer. It was and I was like, basically. I yeah. was like, oh, okay. So you have, they kind of were alluding to the fact that you have the smoke effect now. Just like, all right, okay, look cool in the cinematic trailer, but I don't know how it's gonna, you know, play when you actually get it in your hands, you know. Um, do you s- do thoughts? Eh. I didn't know. I mean, uh, there didn't just hit. wasn't enough there. There wasn't yeah. enough meat on the bone. There was enough to make me perk up, and be like, oh, okay, well, this this could be something cool, but not. I don't know. It's hard to, to j- base me, something yeah. off a, a cinematic trailer. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't want to be bait and switched. Yeah, the CGI I gets you sucked in. You get yeah. the gameplay, and you're like, "Oh, this isn't what I saw." Right. Yeah, right. And well, plus, it's got so much time between now and when it releases. It could do a complete 180 on us too. I mean, we've seen games where it's like you saw a cinematic Destiny's one. You saw a cinematic trailer, and then when it got close to release, it didn't look anything like the original right. cinematics we saw two years prior. True. So. Good point. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious. I mean, we're intrigued by it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like, oh, because I like this because the battle cry. Right, same here, and, and and I have faith in it because I like Dishonored, um, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Oh, uh, and of course we I mentioned earlier about how you know Nate and I were talking about Hearthstone. Thirty million people play Hearthstone, which is a huge number of people. Um, Thirty million people. Uh, the, the the stats came out a couple months ago, and that number's gone up, especially They're since number two moneymaker now. Yeah, it's crazy. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. it's insane. It. Yeah, like it, it's crazy. Like there, there's more people that play Hearthstone than Destiny a day now. So wow. think about that for yeah. a second. So That's it's, a lot but people. also a lot of it I think has to do with the fact that it's more mobile now. You can yeah. play it on your especially hand. now that uh, you can every play platform, it on your phone. Yeah. every platform. Yeah. So you you're not cutting off anyone. Like everyone has access to it, which more people, which is great. Yeah. Uh, now it's sure you know Elder Scrolls. They've been around a while. They have a lore as well. There's a fan base. But I I argue that WoW's lore and mythology is a lot more known and a lot more has a bigger fan base than the Elder Scrolls. Uh, Maybe they're about the same. What do you think? Because there's a lot of WoW fans. People say WoW, but we all forget Warcraft, Starcraft. Oh, true. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. Blizzard has a huge pool to pull from. But how many Elder Scroll games are there? There's a ton. I mean, right. they've been doing it a while. Oblivion. Yeah. Sky, I mean, Skyrim. Moral, Morrowind. And Morrowind. Yeah, so yeah. It, I think they have a deep pool to pull from. Not to use the same word twice. But I, it's not as big as Blizzard's pool. But I think they have enough to do what you're about to talk about. I think they can pull it off. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think it's called Elder Scrolls Legends. Um, and it's going to be a quote-unquote strategy card game, which... 
to the average person no, that doesn't play card games, they have no idea what that means. Uh, but th- I, I kept seeing a whole, when I was going on Twitter, I kept seeing, oh, this is, they're alluding this is going to be the next Hearthstone killer. And I go, wait a second, hold on. That's a bold statement to make because, I mean, Hearthstone is making Buku money and it, it has a huge fan base, huge lore, people following the game. You have Blizzard, like you said earlier. Now, I loved, I loved uh, Morrowind. I loved Oblivion, and I've and I've been said on this podcast several times, and I, I'm still playing Skyrim, and that came out in 2011. Yeah. I have 237 hours into Skyrim wow. for the PS3 version, which is the weaker version. Um, so, uh, with all the updates, they've they yeah. fixed it a few years ago. But it, you know, on these on the weakest version of the game, you know, I was still logging all these hours into it, and I I would love to see stuff from that into a card game. I would, so I'm intrigued because it's free to play. Yeah. So it's free to play. I'm going to jump into it you not not pay to win right which is what i think is great with hearthstone it's not pay to win so i i really it's all about the skill and the card set and that that luck of the draw and all that so we'll, we'll see i'm intrigued i mean they didn't show anything and one of the things that i hated was how how much it was like hearthstone like even like the heroes they had like someone online i'll, I'll have to give you guys a link or whatever but there's a guy that like put the cinematic trailer for Hearthstone and Elder Scrolls and they're almost one for one. I'm like, ooh. Someone was trying a little hard to make this look like Hearthstone. It, so, the, to me, Hearthstone's great because it's simplistic. A kid can pick it up. Like, So, I'm I'm from the Magic the Gathering crowd, right, who plays Magic Online. Yeah. And that game's hard to learn. There's a lot of rules. It's hard to watch, too. It's hard. In my wife, she tried to learn and got frustrated because it, it gets the in-depth. One of the biggest thing is the tapping because I think that's where it separates it's it. It's the steps. There's yeah. like 13 steps involved right. where right. Hearthstone is pretty much vomit and go. There's strat. getting a mana, uh, meaning an uh, increased mana every turn is a lot easier than having to wait on that island or that land. You know, that's a lot. A little, and games are a lot longer when you play Magic too. So I do agree. It's a little more streamlined. And the and the the, the Hearthstone also build a deck for you. So it, it, it's 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 more simple to play. So as long as Elder Scrolls Legends, which by the way, and Elder Scrolls Legend is a different game. Oh, is it the Elder Scrolls? There's already some shenanigans about oh. the name because just that one little word's different. So, oh wow. Um, but I think it, it has a shot because it's as long as they keep it simple. If right. it gets these crazy mechanics and in-depth gameplay, yeah. hardcore fans will love it, but it'll never hit the 30 million that no, it that won't hard get the average fan. Like yeah. t- my my uh, nephew's 10. Yeah. He he can play it. He does play it. Right. What? Hearthstone? Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, I mean, we'll wait and see. I mean, I, I want to see some actual like footage of the actual like, hey, this is what cards look like. This is how you play. This is the mechanics. Yeah, mechanics is the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. And of course, the biggest announcement which got leaked earlier about a week early uh was fallout 4 um they even said hey oops this is a little early you know they even said that on their twitter i guess they, someone saw a leaked screenshot of something because that was one of the problems that you have when you have like a conference people going in cleaning setting up they see it in the corner of their eye oh what is that fallout 4 what is that and i guess someone saw it and then they leaked uh, a footage that was there was no accident it was I'm, there. I'm sorry. It, it there was no accident to that Fallout 4. I think it's released. great because Deuce and I were talking about this. Yeah. I think it's smart because you don't have to put all that pressure of, okay, we have to announce it here. It's already announced, and now you get the and show. Plus you save time. Like yep. That trailer was a good four or five minutes. You save that four or five minutes, and now you can f- show four or five minutes of like in-game footage. Oh. Like, these are how the fight mechanics work. This is how this works. This is how that works. So this let's should, go into that. Yeah. This, this would be a perfect example we were talking about when we first started the show about our problem with E3. Yeah. If they wouldn't have leaked anything, they would have kept this, I mean, code name for the game, called it, you know, 
Torchwood, yeah. whatever they want to do, and then, oh, we got a new game for you guys. Boom, Fallout. That would have been moment of E3. Hands down, biggest moment. Crowd would have lost their mind. Twitter would have exploded. Lonely Island wrote a song about it. It's called I Jizzed in My Pants. Yeah, it, <laughs> that would have happened, but it people were excited when I, they I, I love I love the hell out of it. If they would have surprise dropped right. in E3, but, Yahoo newspapers would have been talking about it because yeah. they'd right. been like, oh my God. But I also think, you know, I saw it coming. Everyone saw it coming because it was like one of the things Bethesda is known for this. They're known for being like, hey, here's a game. It's coming out this year. They did the same thing with Skyrim. No one knew when the next uh, Elder Scrolls game was coming out. They knew it was on the horizon. Yeah. They had no idea when. They announced it at E3, and then it came out like six months later. Skyrim was out the door. Yeah. I was like, I love that because that was the thing that we talked about earlier about games being announced way too early. And Bethesda, I give them a lot of props because I, well, I thought. I, I feel like Bethesda, like, they let games out when they're ready. Like, they don't push anything out the door, Agreed. like, not fully cooked. It, you're not getting some half-baked. So when they come to E3, they're like, yeah, Fallout 4 is coming in October or November or whenever it's dropping. You know, here you go. Here's some videos. I think it's November 16th or something like yeah. that. November 10th. 10th. November 10th, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, if you wanted the Collector's Edition Pip-Boy, uh, good luck. I called three different places today, and they were all out of their pre-orders. Yeah, a so, lot of the pre-orders are sold out already. Yeah, already. We'll get into what that Pip-Boy is in a minute. But yeah. I wanted to talk about the actual moment when you saw it and they were talking yeah. about the let's go out, I have screenshots I'm looking yeah. at right now but they start off in the beginning and they're showing that hey this time you know you, you get you get a little bit of time like with the Fallout 3 you get some time before everything the bomb yeah. drops um, and they're talking about you know you have your world and everything uh, and I'm actually showing them shots so they can kind of as a visual references here yeah. but uh, I should have done this on a tablet but uh, this time they yeah. show you the, the awesome custom like how you create your characters, you don't have you don't have sliders or anything faders anymore. You you literally go to a point on the face yeah. and just change it. Yep. And I like the fact that you can be female as well. Yeah. So that's really nice. What I want to know is if you're a female, is going to change everything? Like if I decide to play the game as a girl, can I still get the same dialogue options I would as a man? Oh, that's I I in, in in theory, there's no way. I mean, in a, from a programming standpoint, changing he's to she's and him's to hers is not hard so it's not hard but like let's say i play the game as a man and this character can be a love interest this person can be an enemy that now that i'm a female can that same girl be a love interest can that same guy be an enemy or did it, it should be like block? dragon age where it's all there's no there's I'm hetero and right. and non-hetero right. and asexual characters or, 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 it, uh, dragon age the new one that just came out inquisition yeah, yeah, yeah inquisition yeah yeah, they, it, yeah it's kind of spoiler fluid. Bull can do everything yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he can <laughs> oh my goodness uh but i like that i like the fact that they're like kind of hey we're we're gonna be you know letting you have these options you see know. i like that because i'm gonna play it as a girl to be honest with you so i'm glad to know that when i play it i have the exact same options as if i played it as a guy yeah so. and then of course they they open up by showing you, hey, this you you escape after everything happens. They're not yeah. gonna, they don't tell you how or why you you get out, but you escape. And uh, of course, I I love the way it looks. I mean, I, I'm looking no, at screenshots here. I mean, yeah. it looks really nice. Uh, the textures are really great. Of course, this is really showing the power of the the the, the next generation, so to speak, the current gen consoles. Well, I think they did a really smart move by saying, look, sorry guys, it's not going to be on 360, it's not going to be on PS3. Mm -hmm. So then, as a designer, you're not worried about having to make sure it'll run on those. Be like, it hard, The yeah. last games hardly ran on the systems they were on yeah, anyways because exactly. it was yeah. pushing well, it to the max. They've said this is going to push 
PS4 and Xbox to the limit. Oh, right. really? It's, going, th- this it's huge, to- though. That's the thing. It's huge. It's like they said what, it was yeah. like five times as large as Skyrim. I'm like, holy wow. crap. That's huge. Which I'm, There's storage space concerns. Just out of random, like, dude, are we all going to need the terabytes? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I'm, Johnny, literally, I might buy this game and need you to come over and help me look at my PS4 and, like, move like move stuff or, like, delete stuff or show me that. And that could be a problem because yeah. think about, like, just for Skyrim storage, it was a gig. Just for, for safe storage. And yeah. I was like, because you had all this data you were saving, yeah. you know, it's huge. I'm probably going PC with this because oh, of I my hardware. Sure, yeah. You, yeah. It, I, if it's gonna if it's gonna potentially push the PS4 and Xbox One to the limit, yeah. I I want to see something tax my computer because it that should just be beautiful then. Sure, I'm probably definitely. gonna jump. I, I I at first was like Xbox One and then yeah. I got more the depth into it. I was like you know what I'm probably gonna do PC on this. Well, the other good thing too is you got to look at at least for your particular you know household. You know you've got your computer in the other room that frees up the TV for your wife. Like there's a lot of a pros non gaming visual wise for you yeah, to Yeah, my two year old can't watch me play Fallout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so you could go in the office and close the door, you know what sure. I mean? So there's a lot of pros for you doing it on the PC. And of course they they announced the return of the VAT system, uh which oh, yeah. you know it, some people liked it, some people didn't. Uh, what was your thoughts system. on the VATs? What was your thoughts? Oh it was awesome. Like don't get me wrong, I love a good first person shooter, but I liked and I haven't played a ton of RPGs, but, like, the original RPGs, it was turn-based. And that's kind of takes you back to the turn-based. Like, okay, you've got this much turn. You you can do this shot, this shot, this shot. And it would go and do it. And then you'd have to go back to your regular first-person mode for a little while. And then you could do VATS again. It, I like how Dragon Age Inquisition does it. You can do it turn-based. Yeah. Or you can do it all live and manage it. Yeah. And there's times where... It's too hard to. You have to mix it. Like yeah. I did almost all of Dragon Age real time. There was a couple times I went O F. Pause. Okay, you hear, you hear. It's you overwhelming, hear, especially if a lot of creatures on. You have to really like manage. You know, micromanage. So, I, overall, I like it. It, it as silly as it sounds, I loved Final Fantasy Tactics, which was a turn-based combat. Oh, that's I, one of Johnny's all-time I, favorites. I, I, yeah. I love Final Fantasy Tactics. When you can, when you have turn-based, it does two things for a. It lets you kind of relax, and b. It, it, it's a built-in pause. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I love I love uh, tactics, and of course they uh, they said that because of the VATS, you'll have a lot of options. You'll have actually a really good third-person mode, which yeah. you know they, that was one thing that was kind of missing, or they had it wasn't didn't work very well on Fallout Three, yeah. but you actually can play the game. They fully mapped it where it you know plays well, it looks well, everything looks good in third third person as well as first person, which is good because I know some people like to have. Most people are gonna probably play it in first person, yeah. uh, but I think I like the option of being able to have you know be able to see your character more because yeah. that was a thing that like Skyrim. Sure, Skyrim had a third person, but no one really played it because of the see, combat. You couldn't play the. You did. I couldn't play. I first. couldn't either. You couldn't. You couldn't. I couldn't combat in first person. Oh, you couldn't combat in first person. No, it, I things would be on my side, my periphery or something. Yeah. Oh, that's the problem. With it, it just I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I was playing Skyrim on my six, on a 65-inch TV, so like, there's a lot of view screen there. And I was like, ah, so I had to go to third just to be able to have yeah. awareness of my environment. See, yeah. on Fallout, like, I like to be third person when I'm running around, but when I get into combat, then bounce into first, so then I'm more Call of Duty style. And, like, for shooters, I'm used to more first person, but, like, when I'm running around and doing things, I kind of like being in third person. It, and it was nice to be able to switch, too. I like what my buddy calls one-and-a-half person. It's yeah. the over-the-shoulder, sure. almost gear style. Sure. Yeah. You're yeah. not you're not seeing the whole character, but yeah. there's the 
point of reference shoulder or whatever it is. Yeah, I kind of like. Sure. I prefer that. And of course, the introduction of the dog. You get a dog, dog in this meat. game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, that he cannot die this time, which is nice. They can't made it die. official. He cannot die. So because that was my problem on Fallout Three, I'd be playing, playing, playing. He die. Then I had to load a save before he died because once he died in Fallout Three, he was dead. He wasn't coming back. But in this one, they said I he never played with die. the dog in Fallout Three. Oh, really? It wasn't oh, required, right? As no, far as I remember, just, you could find him. You and could he find would stay one with you. in there. But he was hard to keep alive. Yeah. yeah no. T- t- trust me. That's why it took a damn long. Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't. I can't. I can't. This kind of reminds me more of the, f- the Fable Two dog, yeah. where the dog kind of goes and seeks out things and help you find things. And I kind of like that yep. better as more of a more like a secondary player with yeah. you. Instead of uh, you're required to fight and attack, like, I don't. They didn't show that in the in the trailer, but I assume that it'll be able to help you. But it, I, I'd much rather have them just like, hey, here's something over here. Check this yeah. out. There's enemies ahead. Dogs have enhanced smelling and, and you know, hearing. Hearing, they, yeah. they, they they of course you know use that. I think that's kind of great. Um, and I I, I hope. I, they, obviously, they show that you find it, but I imagine this you can go a while without finding the dog because like it depends on the path you go, the arc that you go, and yeah. unless I, they start you right out the gate with the dog. Maybe the first part's linear, getting to that well, point. Saying, Unless like, you waking up from the bomb is the dog licking your face or something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, or like sure. you know, you come out of the you know the shelter or whatever the sure. vault, and the first thing you see is a dog. Or you had, I mean, there's yeah. ways to start the game story wise with the dog already, which wouldn't be that hard. Right. But are like you said, you know, you might not start with him. You might find him. You know, five missions. Who knows? But and I know he's going to be a big part of the game. I know the great thing they they took from Hearthstone is the being able to create like a, a base a camp that you can kind of customize your, your garrison or yeah i love it. it i love yeah. it and like and they said you don't have to do this at all like i i really i really believe bethesda when they say these are just additional things because i feel like a lot of times in games where you have these additional things you have to you almost feel like you have to do it here i feel like if you want to set up base have camp people coming in you have your turrets and all that and come back to your home like go do missions do your thing and come back like i believe that you can do that like i don't feel like you're required like you're you have to do it. Uh, I like the option because I love. I, dude, I spent so many hours in Hearthstone yeah. uh, making my house and building a farm and Skyrim? adopting kids. Skyrim, yeah. Skyrim sorry. Yeah, yeah in right. Skyrim. And I was like, oh, man, it was so much fun being able to adopt kids. I don't know if they'll do that in this, but it was, no, just, but it was it great. It seemed cool because when they were talking about this and, like, building it, it basically once you kind of build your, your house, your garrison, whatever they want to call it, like a, a, a miniature base, town yeah. will, will kind of crop up around it. So, like, you get some decent defenses. You'll get traders that come into town, which I'm sure will give you – you know, okay, maybe buying this gun costs 20 less caps than if you bought it out in the wild or whatever. Or they, unique options. Or yeah. unique options, yeah. And then they said, like, the, the traders that go around, that'll actually be a stopping point for them, the the people with the big bison-looking yeah. things walking around. So I was like, well, that's cool. Like, I, give you more Dude, options. I love that yeah. generator, too. Like, how you can, like, have, like, things branching off from it. Uh, like, and you can, oh, it's awesome. And where you're walking it's, around, it's like, oh, here's a big bunch of tires take that here's a car take that i like and that like any spare part it. you yeah. find because a lot of problems with games is you find spare parts yeah. and they don't do anything you well, know that's actually the most exciting me for all about for is the crafting system yep oh that it thing was nuts it's and then the fact that they said that every little part you find could make or break an epic item and yep. it's supposed to be one of the most robust crafting systems period yep. not just for a fallout period for any game yep. ever they, well, they spent five, six, almost six years on this game, so it's yeah. like, of course, they've been really working hard on this, and they've been, you know, doing that. I, I, I'm excited for Fallout Four. It is because we all know I haven't been buying as many games uh, lately, um, and it's 
you know, lots of different reasons. Um, Nate and I are both parents, so, uh, yeah. you know, it's not easy to drop 60 on a game no. you know, every time a game comes out. So you kind of have to be yeah. like, Way out you your pros and your cons. Spots. Pick your spots, and I'm like, this is. I told my wife, I said, hey, I'm I'm putting money down on this game. Yeah, this is this, I'm buying this. This has already been. This is yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> put, put the proverbial foot down, but yeah. this was a. By the way, this is getting bought. Not, yeah, can yeah. I buy that? This yeah. is this is gonna <laughs> yeah. happen. But yeah. the other good thing is you got to think of it as a return on the investment too. You spend sixty bucks. This is a game you can spend three hundred, four hundred hours. Oh, in. easily. So, I mean, yeah. Like this is a good return on your investment. If Skyrim is any yeah. indication, and I and I'm not yeah. even. According to what I've been looking at, I'm not even. I, I there's still 25 percent of the game I haven't even found yet because I haven't even done the expansions yet, other than the house. Oh wow! I haven't even gone to the other island yet, the Sovereign Guard or whatever. I haven't gone there yet. So like I've already put 200 plus hours in it. I know, and I, and the thing it didn't feel like a chore, and that, that's the thing. Fallout doesn't seem like it's going to be a chore. It doesn't feel like you have to do the crafting, have to do the base building, have to do all these different things, have to find the dog. We'll see. Um, yes, uh, we're gonna get into Nate showing up his uh, iPad. Um, and uh, that this was actually a game that I was really, really sad about. Uh, Fallout Shelter is a little game they've been working on. They, they I guess they teamed with Apple to do this. Um, it's not on Android devices. Womp, womp. Uh, and uh, Fallout Shelter looks amazing. It kind of has that old, almost like a XCOM meets, you know, one of those Ubi Art Frame engine games, yeah. uh, like Child of Light and all that. And it looks amazing. Uh, y- it's kind of like a what would you, what would you call it, Nate? What type of game would you call it? There's quite a few of the the hotel games I call them where you stack. oh like Tiny Tower and stuff yeah, like that exactly like Tiny Tower yeah where you stack rooms and it's take Sim City and make it a little less complicated but add all of the visualizations right from it's the Pit Boy art which looks awesome yeah I, I mean, love it I love it I I've, I on my phone I played for a couple hours and I kind of set some I left it off my iPad so you guys could see some of the beginning but. It's thematically Fallout. It's awesome. all the propaganda of of the Fallout, in-game yeah. propaganda. It is just all over. It ma- it makes me laugh every time something pops up, and I'm like, this is something that if I lived in that world, you would have. Yeah. And it's a it's your standard resource resource ba- time and resource based game. Right. You can send people out in the world, and they fight stuff. It's all thematic. It's a great little tied me over until uh, dude November. if i had if i had an ipad or, or an iphone I, that would be i would be downloading it immediately and i was very very sad because i was looking at it and i'm like oh my because i was doing screen caps of it i'm like oh my god i want to play this so bad and they're like oh, apple products only i'm like because you can't even get on the computer right you can't even no, well if you have a mac you have a mac yeah, it's, it's this available on mac only. as well okay yeah, it, you can do i like the last version of mac you can do most of the ios stuff now oh, on okay. the stuff. okay but it's you get to play it. What do you think of it so far? What, what do you like? It's fun. Like it's, it's, it's it looks not, pretty. It it's looks not really innovative, good. right? But if you like the story of Fallout, you like Pip Boy, you like the thematic art. They have copied every. It looks ounce, really pretty. Like I love the art stuff. They have copied, and it's like I said. It's. I wish there was some in-game rewards. If you kind of went through this, there's that would be nine, cool. Yeah, there's there's tie-ins. I like the fact that they're like they. I like the fact that they they kind of went in the face of like other mobile developers. They're like, hey, you don't have this isn't you. There's no internet connection needed. You don't have to do. They were like just saying all these things that people hate about mobile games. They're like, nope, this you don't have to do that. You don't have to pay for any of this stuff. None of this uh, whatever cycle system whatever. Like you, you can just go in and play the game. Like oh, they've put a way to spend money though. Yeah, like you buy like the lunch boxes that give right, you boxes. perks. Right. They, they tease you with three early on, and you're like, you could. I already feel the buy now button. Yeah, calling my name. Yeah, it, it's already <laughs> happening. 
Yeah, this, this is gameplay. But yeah, it looks great. I mean, it looks beautiful. I mean, if I had one, uh, if I had an iPad or something like that, do you think it'll ever go to Android? Um, there's no reason not. I mean, from a developer standpoint, it's not hard to cross-platform. I mean, there's partial rewriting all of it. Right. Now, I need to see if this really uses like uh, Apple's what's called Metal Engine, which is their new gaming platform. They sure. Used last iOS. Um, but I don't see why you couldn't. Now... It is a resource hog. Like, oh, I have an iPad 2, yeah. and it runs a lot slower than, say, my uh, iPhone 6. So, it, it's loading is definitely slower. So, it's it's definitely putting a hurting. So, it may, sure. on some lower-end Android devices, be a problem, which may be why I didn't do it. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. there's... I. I would be surprised I'd if, love to get a review from you once you, fin- once sure. you get a bunch of hours into it. What, once... I don't... I, I would be really surprised if three months from now it's not if before the release it's not out for Android. well the reason i bring that up is because they are doing deduce or talked about earlier about the pit boy the big pit boy special edition yeah. that you know you could put your phone in because there's a, there is a device which i was so happy to see the pit boy app that is essentially a, a, essentially a second screen experience but like it's more attached than I've seen any other games yeah. in the past. Like Destiny tried it, but Destiny didn't do a good job, in my opinion. This, like, you could see all of your stats in game and update it, have it out. But it, but that app is for Android and iOS, so that's why I was surprised to see that. Maybe it's a timed exclusive, if you will. Um, we'll see. It could be, yeah, yeah, sure. It looks great, though. I I mean, I if I had one, I'd be playing the hell of it. Um, just because I love that Fallout world. I'm big big fan of that world, the lore, but. Uh, I never gave my 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 uh, conference uh, score. I, I'd give it a B. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I had a because I, I just thought it was a fun ride from getting to end. Uh, sure, there was slow points uh, with this I'm gonna, Elder Scrolls Legends yeah. and uh, Battle Cry was a like a, you know. I, I'm penalizing them for the week, so I'm gonna go B minus because okay. Like I said, if they would have surprised us with Fallout 4, even though it was we were yeah. due a Fallout game, mm-hmm. I I think it would have been the moment of E3. Right. Yeah. I'm so gonna give it a B plus, just because I I think it's it was really on that cusp of like biting at the A. Uh, I think maybe one more title that we weren't expecting that sure. showed up might have kicked it over the top. But then again, Bethesda and good on Bethesda, they don't kick things out the door early, so they didn't show a lot of things that were super far. They out did the well, they did the best thing that they could have done is get people excited for this game. Yeah, and the fact that it's coming out in a few months. Yeah. I mean, and it's gonna sell. The game's gonna it, sell dude, like hotcakes. Yeah, the the conject the, the rumor, the, what what they are anticipating from what I've been reading online is around 10 million units easily. That is a crap e- ton. That's a bunch, um, easily. Um, and they've been working on this game for six plus years, yeah. and so like I I'm looking forward to it. So we'll wait and see. We're gonna take a small break. When we get yep. back, we'll be talking about the Microsoft uh, conference. <laughs> with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce with our amazing friend Nathan Rapert. And of course, we're talking about the E3 2015. We just talked about the Bethesda conference. And now we're hitting June 15th, which uh, in our, was it noon our time or 12.30 our time was the Microsoft? 12.30, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah 12.30 our Easter Standard Time was the Microsoft conference. 
And of course, Nate is of the three of us here is the only one that has the Xbox One, which we'll get into in the end of this conference. Uh, yeah. what, what our plans are for for our Xbox One. Right, right. Um, and Nate has an Xbox One, and I'm wanting to get your thoughts since you have an Xbox One. What did you like about the conference? Um, they they because they really started off with Halo. They started yeah, off with so Halo. Ha- they gave us Halo Five, yeah. right? Which they've. We all knew it was coming because yes. you literally got beta access when you bought the Master Chief Collection, so yeah. it wasn't a surprise. Um, the new mode was a surprise, Warzone. So that's going to be 24-player maps. Yeah, uh, They're supposed to be yeah. the biggest multiplayer maps we've ever seen, yeah. which I'm pretty excited about. Um, they l- gave us some story because I was kind of like, how do you have Halo 5 if you follow the story of the other Halos? You're like, you know, we're, we're kind of running out of ways for yeah. Master Chief, so... That they kind of give some tidbits of where you're playing a guy looking for Master Chief to, yeah. to you know. So I was like, okay, that's they're not yeah. laming out the story, which is yeah. if you've ever paid attention to the Halo story, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a good story. So they they gave us they gave us actual gameplay, and of course a couple CGI shots. So I I was the Halo Five, and I think they handled it well. Even though we all knew it was coming, we got what we hoped for. Right. Yeah, and it looked pretty. So I mean, it shows. It really shows off the you know the technical prowess of the Xbox One, and I think that's what's great is the fact that you know if you have an Xbox One, you're you're gonna love it. But also, it's enticing people that were on the fence about it. This is a game that's gonna sell units. This is gonna yeah. push units. Uh, Halo Five Guardians. Um, oh, so, hardly yeah. agree. Uh, another game that that came out after that that blew me away was from the creator of Metroid Prime, um, Inafune-san, um, Recore. Which it was just a cinematic trailer, but the way they crafted that world and the way they the way they made it look, oh, jaw dropping! It looked beautiful from the from the cinematic trailer. I definitely uh, want to see more about it. It's a, a female, uh, and she's got like a little. She finds like a robot, and it's just cool. Like you kind of want. And I know it's more of like a discovery world. I really really it's liked like it. A robot dog or something. Yeah, it's really really pretty. You're like finding you know dogs and different. Robot. I mean, the the world they set a really nice looking world, and I, I'm really kind of excited to see you know what they do with that. Same guy did Mega Man, right? Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, he did Me- Metroid Prime as well, um, which is huge on which is which was also a lot of the Nintendo fanboys were all like, <gasps> "What? Are what? You doing? No, what's he doing? Why is he, he? He's a traitor. He jumped ship. You know." Uh, but no, it looks great. I mean, I think it's going to be uh, probably. I don't know what type of game it is. I'm assuming it's a third-person action RPG. Yeah, this is another one they they they, they yeah. early release some info yeah. on us. Yeah, because it says name coming out another year from now. Like we said earlier, spring 2016 is going to have a lot of games coming out apparently. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I'm intrigued by it. You know, I mean, it's an Xbox One exclusive yeah. too, which is good. And the other thing is, like Nate, you were saying earlier, you wanted games that look different. That didn't look like any other game we'd seen. No, so no. Far. Artistic was like, yeah. dude, okay, yeah. cool. We got to yeah. do paintbrush. It turned some heads. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So at least in that aspect, I had to give it some props because at least it looked different and somebody's taking a, a chance on something that looks different. Yep. Um, one other thing. Oh, back to just real quick back to Fallout. Sure. Uh, Xbox One purchasers of Fallout 4 get a bonus. Oh, that's okay. So they have, they have they exclusivity. Three. Yeah. Oh, do they really? Yeah, yeah, I, did, I missed Xbox that. One, I missed that. Yeah. Xbox One only, not even PC. Xbox One only. If you buy Fallout 4, I'm assuming from the Microsoft Store, they're going to give you Fallout 3 also, which yeah. that's kind of cool. And that segues into our next topic of uh, backwards compatibility, which oh, they announced I'm as well. So, happy. so which we'll, this might be a little mini topic within a topic now. We might as well hit that now. I'm mixed on it um, because I know how Sony dropped the ball with their version of it. 
Uh, we Deuce and I have been talking about it for you know since the inception of the PlayStation Now. Uh, does nothing for me because I don't agree with the the service. Uh, the the way they modeled it in the beginning, whereas you know a la carte didn't care for that. Now they have like the uh, weird subscription service. I don't I don't agree on the pricing point because you only have like a hundred plus games in it. Yeah. You don't have the whole library because originally they were going to announce PS one, PS two, PS three. You were going to be able to go and just play anything on your Vita and PS three, PS four, and knock it all out. And I'm like, oh great! If I can get all the back catalog, great. But now only a hundred games or whatever. Um, I think it works better for Microsoft because of the hardcore fan base of the 360. Because if you think about it, the 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 Xbox 360 won the last gen, uh, although it was close towards the end because whatever. But Sony started picking up steam at the end with Last of Us and everything. But 360 essentially won the last generation. So there's a lot of people playing on 360. There's still a lot of friends we know, like our friend right. Brian, still playing on his. And you know, um, but now that permits Microsoft saying, hey, we're only going to be developing a few more titles on 360. They're essentially saying, hey, we're putting a lot of our efforts now towards Xbox One. Most of our marketing campaign, Xbox One, Xbox One, Xbox One, they're not mentioning 360 anymore. Right. So it's like th- this is one of the last things, hey, if you've not jumped ship over to the Xbox One, here's another reason. All these games you've been playing on 360, boom, jump them over. So um, they have it. Obviously, it's not every title because they only said about 100 so far, yeah, quote the, unquote. The initial batch is 100 right. due to the holidays. Right. Um, which is, hey, it's better than nothing. I, I Yeah. It's not going to cost a dime. Right. You don't have to pay for the backwards conversion or something. It's yeah. if you have this title, you're, you're covered. Well, uh, w- walk me through this because it sounds like you probably know more about it. Let's say I've got an Xbox One and I've got a copy of Fallout 3 on the disc. I put the disc in the Xbox One, and what does it do? Does it play it straight from the disc? Does it got to like go to the Microsoft service and says, "Hey, he's got a copy of this," and then it yeah. downloads a copy of the game to the heart? I mean, like, so how does that work? They're probably emulating it. They probably they, there's probably a built-in emulator, and there's okay. probably a small patch that if I, this is all talking about if it, from yeah. what we've seen before with other. I do have yeah. so in theory. You, you throw the disc in, okay. it goes, is this title approved? Is It's basically the 100 or the patches they've written, yeah. right? So they have an emulator, and they yeah. went, these are the 100 games we've written the emulator for. We're going to come out with more, yeah. but some guy's got to go in there and yeah. do the coding. Um, they'll pop the disc in. You'll have probably a small patch. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not huge just for a storage space thing. Yeah. And then, boom, gameplay. Yeah. Well, that I mean, it, it's, it sounds cool. I'm not going to lie. W- when they said that, my phone started blowing up like it was a second coming. Like people were blowing up my phone, like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever!" I'm like, "Who I was one gives of them. a shit?" Like, I have zero reason to go back and play old three. I see both games. sides because uh, the play devil's advocate, being able to if you're if you have been playing, if you haven't made the jump to Xbox One yet, it gives you another incentive. It's like all this work and progress, everything that I have. I'll be able to play on my Xbox One and have a good time with my friends. Well, and progress, you won't. I mean, you won't be able to carry your save from. The well, it's all cloud storage. Xbox. It's all cloud storage. Well, right? There's, there's that I mean, you can assume. No you can reason. assume, right? It's all cloud storage. There's no reason you couldn't do it. I'm assuming they are. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. They'd have to argue why they didn't allow it. Right, but you know what I mean. Nate? Like it makes sense. Like it yeah. makes sense for them to do it. So it's like, but for me, multiplayer games, games meant to be multiplayer. Now, if right. you're just playing. A single-person storyline game, yeah. backwards compatibility. Yeah, okay, I yeah. understand the lack. Yeah. But what if you, just to go way back, let's just say you had GoldenEye. Okay. I would kill to be able to throw GoldenEye on my, three, six, or my Xbox One right. and play. Yeah. So there is a certain 
there's some Xbox 360 games that I have not get rid of. I have the Gears. The I got the Gears Ultimate Edition. It's not that's the new one. Yeah, I had Gears one, two, and three right. in one box. Yeah, I yeah. can go back on the Xbox One and play them because there is no matter what the new graphics cards are going to improve the graphics of every game. Yeah, just because it'll run the game smoother. Yeah, so there is a lot of multiplayer aspects and pretty much only multiplayer. Yeah, are why I'm excited about backwards compatibility. Okay. And like you, who has, I mean, we we'll talk about Rock Band later, but you have Rock Band. There's a lot yeah. of things where you could go back and be like, you know, I thought I was never going to play this game. Cool. Now I don't feel so bad. Yeah. yeah. It, it gives you a reason to keep your catalog, keep your, you know, your, your existing library. And so if you didn't have the foresight to dump all your Xbox 360 games, if you try to trade one in now at your trade-in places, oh you're man. getting four dollars. And yeah. that, yeah. For, for the Gears edition I have, they offered yeah. me nine dollars. That's three games. It's Gears one, yeah. two, and three. So you're getting like three dollars game. Basically. I was like, yeah. no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm gonna keep. I on still have my 360. Because that was the thing. Is like, sure, Deuce and I sometimes come across as Sony fanboys, but to be fair, we have owned every uh, Microsoft I system. Games, I still and, have all my 360 games. To be honest games, with you, the so. only reason I dumped them all is I got the new PS4. I, at that time, it was right when the PS4 and the and the the Xbox One were coming out. So I was able to get some pretty decent trade-in values, especially with some bump-ups, and be able to get some decent prices on some of the games. So I'm right. like, all right, I'll go ahead and get rid of it. And at the time, there was no backwards compatibility. Do I sit here and feel bad that I got rid of them? No, I probably wasn't going to play them anyway. So, I mean, yeah. might as well have got the money while the money was good. But I just – I don't see the – people like their minds are getting blown by backwards compatibility. I'm like, once you get the new system, you're going to only want to play games. Well, that was the point. There's the, the the polar opposite now going from Nate's to more of like your, your opinion on this. I do agree because I feel like if you're going to be dropping $400 on a new system, you're going to want to play and use that system. Exactly. Because remember the rule I made when I got my PS4? I'm not going to buy any games for my 360 or PS3 anymore now that I got the PS4. So I only bought games. For my PS4. You want to justify all that money you yeah. dropped, you know? Um, all, all that money Taco Bell dropped, but yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So, the, the, like, like counter to that is it's the same thing. The trading is nothing. Yeah. I could right now go to GameStop and probably pick up fifty used Xbox 360 games for a hundred bucks. Oh and yeah, they, easy. If, if they're all compatible, yeah. I, it's now you got for, fifty games well, you can play. Yeah. Kids party night, you get yeah. friends over. You don't necessarily want them getting on your save files of the new games, but right. you can throw in some old stuff people loved. I yeah. mean, God, man, we can. We're a conversational podcast. We could tangent on so many things on this conversation yeah. because my 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 another thing to also think about is how remasters are huge now. Like, would they allow a game to be working that's a remaster? For oh example? hell no, they'll shut that down. Well, like you, for example, you have the Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Now, obviously, would they allow? F- you know, Halo Four to work if they have a Master Chief collection at, no, on that system. They haven't announced that yet, that. but well, they, just, they they as a are bad for Master Chief collection errors. They just gave us um, o- ODST or whatever. Yeah, remastered. Yeah, for free. Yeah. Just now, what do you mean by remastered? They threw. If you look at Halo One in the right. Master Chief collection, right? If you go back right now, look at YouTube, go to Halo One and look at gameplay footage. You're yeah. like, this is a POS. Why was this so amazing? Yeah. They took it and ran it through a new engine, right? And it's not blocky. It goes from blocky. I think that's a human to. You well, can I see saw like movement. the tw- the anniversary collection that they put on the 360, where they updated the original Halo, and then I've seen it on the Master Chief collection. It does. It looks amazing. Halo One looks phenomenal on the uh, Xbox One. So what you're saying is they gave Halo Three ODST 
the Master Chief Collection treatment and they, they, spruced it yeah, up. That was their our bad for the multiplayer server. It, it was nice. a, it was a failure at launch. It's yeah. the big ball drop. Yeah. Uh, the Xbox Xbox fanboy they yeah. they screwed up, and they went okay. Our bad here. Well, is that something that's going to be permanent? Like, if I get my Master Chief Halo collection later down yep. the line, is it something that I, you get? It, yeah. I think it's free DLC. Just period. It's, like, if yeah, you buy it, bam, you get it for free. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a damn good selling point, to be honest with you. I'd put a sticker on the box that says, hey, if you buy this, you're getting Halo 3 ODST as well. Because that, to be honest with you, is one of my favorite Halo games. Yep. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens because they haven't officially announced every title that's backwards compatible no. yet. We'll see. But when I mean, that as comes. a businessman, why would I let you be able to go to GameStop and buy a used one there instead is of me buying zero the, yeah. official titles? By the way, right? They yeah. have. They they, said they just said it's a hundred. Yeah. yeah, they didn't yeah. say. And that's why I'm saying I don't think they're. Right. If there's like you know like gears, I don't think it's going to be on there because they're about they to. Yeah, exactly. The why is the business? Out. Would you say okay? Now you can go to GameStop. I don't make any money off of you buying it. Use the GameStop. And Deuce and I always say vote with your wallet, and the world yeah. is voting with their wallet. It, it has been pro- a proven track record. The last decade, people want to buy remastered stuff. Yeah. You, you look at the the uh, Last of Us. You look at the Tomb Raider collection, which. It was, it was awesome, by the way. I mean, oh, we loved yeah. it. Uh, you look at all that stuff. So, like, you've got all that. And then, of course, I mean, you look at uh, Majora's Mask 3DS sold a million units for a game that was 16 years old, a million copies on 3DS. That's insane. People people are buying remastered games. And also, you got to think about it, who, you know, we have a lot of up-and-coming generations that have yeah. never played these games before. You know, they're this, you know, they were too young to play these games. Yeah. So it's kind of nice you're hitting that demographic. Uh, we can go off on a tangent yeah. for this. But anyways... Backwards compatibility, it's a good thing. It's a, just a bonus. It's an added bonus for having an Xbox Our One. Our hit us up. Uh, we're doing a mailbag episode we are. soon. So send us your, your email at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Yes. And put the, the yay or nay. Send us the email. Tell us, yep. hey, you know, we love backwards compatibility. Or we think this is stupid. Send it. And, and I want to get throw it on uh, Nate's thoughts when, once it actually launches. I want to yeah. know what games you're you're checking it out with. Yeah. Let us know how it works and oh, stuff. Sure. Uh, of course, uh, for, I'm going to lightning round these because the, the, we're not going to hit every single game of every conference. Uh, but, you know, Forza 6 got announced. Dude, I have to say it is the prettiest looking card I've seen in game. Like, it looks amazing. Every Forza beats the Forza before, and they're already pretty It looks the beautiful. Yeah. Like, when you saw, and they did this thing where they had, like, a, uh, a car, I'm not a car guy, but whatever car that blue car was in studio or in the conference, and then they raise it up into the air, and then they juxtapose that to the in-game footage. It looks like one for one almost. Like, hats off to the people making Forza. I mean, it looks beautiful. I think Forza may be the best car game going. Like, I yeah. think it's it's starting to kind of overturn Gran Turismo yeah, as I the think car it, game. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that beats Forza is when the Horizon Forza Horizon comes out in between the Forza releases. Yeah. They go, that, it, but it's the same studio. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But see, for me, I'm 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 more of an arcade racer. See, I'm not I'm too. not like I, I prefer Burnout as opposed to Gran Turismo. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if I compare, and Need for Speed has dropped off the last few years, so oh, I don't I don't man, count. Did you play the new one for the PS4? Need for Speed? Yeah, the new Need for Speed for the PS4. There's a new, there, 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 well, there's a new one that's coming out. But when the system launched, there was Need for Speed Rivals that came out for the PS4. Did you play that? Play that and then come back and talk to me because that game a, was awesome. There's a new Need for Need for Speed complete reboot. Yeah, that's because coming out they have Christmas they time. have they've trailed everybody that's yeah. coming out. That's gonna but it, 450 cars. Yeah, and they added some shenanigans in. Yeah. And uh, anyone who's a big fan, they're adding the dynamic weather that was in Horizons too. Yeah, in nice. the Forza, which is a pretty cool feature to add some challenge to the game. Yeah. 
That's always good. But yeah, try the it, like I said, try the Need for Speed Rivals for the PS4 if you get a chance. It was a lot of fun, and you can find it dirt cheap. And I'm not gonna lie, I think that new Need for Speed game is probably gonna be a purchase this year. For I just I don't like I don't care about any of the cinematic stuff. Like what was that one, the Getaway or whatever? That one was just I, I, awful. I'm not a racer. The only racer I, I, I like are Mario Kart. Uh, it's yeah, not well, say I'm more of the arcade racer. I, 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 I well, see, that's the thing. Like the last one, Rivals was just straight up arcade racer. There wasn't like much of a story. So it was like, go do these races, buy these cars, get these parts. Like, yeah. it was just fun. Like, I could just pop it in, turn my brain off, throw on a podcast, play, have a good time. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like a huge story, but anyway. Yeah. Another game that uh, blew me away, it, Microsoft does this every year. They, they put out a game, and they go, haha, Johnny, you don't have an Xbox One. You're going to want this game. And Nate already knows what game I'm talking about. Uh, Unravel looks fantastic. Because, see, I, I, I actually gravitate, and I've done this the last decade, I gravitate towards... Now, I say this, but I put 200 hours into Skyrim. But I, I see I see I seem to lately gravitate towards, like, more the indie platforming games. Like, I really love those. I really appreciate those games. I, like, Shovel Knight was one of my favorite games of last year, and it was just a platformer, right? This retro-style platformer. Unravel looks like a, an amalgamation of... I don't even know. Uh, you, it's a it's a side it's, scroll. It's yeah, a unique game. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds guys me of pause and yeah. watch the trailer. It looks beautiful. It's getting no hype from the yeah. main people. Like if you go the top yeah. ten things you missed from Microsoft, it's not on that list. It's awesome, but it is amazing. You're playing a ball of yarn character yep. who, as you run, you unravel. Yeah, and you have to use yourself to go through it. It's like a puzzler. Yeah. Side scrolling puzzler that you have you only have so much string to work with. If I have to uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I would say it's a it's an amalgamation of Tearaway meets Little Big Planet. That's kind of the way I, I look did, at it. Yeah, Little Big Planet's a good that's a good call. Yeah, I, and it looks beautiful. Like I'm looking at shot. I mean, I'm I'm showing everyone shots right now. It 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 looks. I mean, and, and I don't know how, but the the world that's behind it almost looks photorealistic. Look at that. I mean, it looks. I mean, I, you guys can't see it at home, but just look at these shots. I mean, these are gorgeous. No, like, the game itself it looks amazing. Gorgeous. It and I didn't love look it. Look like my particular cup of tea. Oh, but so good. When it came to just the pure effects and how it looked, I'm like, thing looks damn good. Yeah. So. Yeah. This screamed an Xbox Live Arcade t- style. We'll get into yeah. that in a few minutes. Game. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, this is one I'm going to be purchasing too. I, I, I'm pretty excited about now, it. Now, let me ask this of you guys: Is this an arcade release or is this a full-on a disc release? I, I want to say this is a store, uh, Microsoft store. store. Well, I don't know because it's, it's not a full retail, as far yeah, as I know. Like because well, it's, it's, it's made by an individual. It's coming on PC, but only to Windows 10, which is going to be pushing the store more. So I don't right. know. So maybe we, we'll it find is going to be like yeah. a, a store game, which would mean it'd be in the, like the twenty thirty dollar range, which it wouldn't could, be bad. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, How much is Ori in the Blind Forest? Was that nineteen ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine? Uh, I think it was that twenty. That's what I equate it to because Ori in the Blind Ori in the Blind Forest last year was one of the games I was like. Uh, but yeah, there's always a game that Microsoft's like, hey, because I felt like lately Microsoft had not really been pushing indie titles and stuff like that. Sony right. was the company that was pushing, like, you want to make a game? Cool, check it out. But now I feel like we'll get into that in a minute because Nate was talking about the Summer of Arcade, which that's one of the things that blew me away. My love of, of the 360 was when they did that Summer of Arcade, dude, like... Bastion and um, Braid and Shadow Complex and like there's all these amazing games that came out of the summer of arcade that just blew my mind and like I feel like they're kind of like it's a minute like a renaissance almost like a revival of all these you know indie indie titles which is really great because you think about AAA AAA titles AAA developers 
there used, there's not really mid-tier developers anymore. It's either the big AAA titles, you know, the Sony and the Infamous and Fallout, and then you have Shovel Knight. You know what I mean? There's not really yeah. a lot of mid-tier developers anymore, so I kind of like that. And also give big kudos to Microsoft for uh, seeking out this company, this indivent, this Swedish company or wherever they were. Uh, I mean, the guy was literally taking photos of his like his, his camping trip. Yeah, you and know? his kids. Yeah, I was like, that. this is cool. You know, he's like, you kind of, I, I like that. You know, it's not just some, not just some big corporate guy. It's a guy that's, you know, he really puts his passion into this. And well, I, he I really, was so scared. Did you see him? He's he was nervous, dude. Yeah, he, he like he literally made the yeah. the puppet itself, yeah. like out of wire and like and yarn String and stuff. And stuff and he was yeah. holding it. He was shaking. Like you could tell how nervous he was and how excited he was at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But that guy never has to work again. Yeah, no, you don't uh, say yeah. it. He's, he's good. this is gonna yeah. be a hit. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, I also find it interesting that EA uh, announced their, their their conference isn't there yet, but they they were on for a minute for NBA Live 16. Thoughts on that? That they were on the on the Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah. Um. I, I my thought on that was maybe they were like, look, can we throw you a couple dollars and you give us a couple minutes on yours? Because here's the thing, NBA 2K has it's been, been the top dog. It's been the top in the dog. NBA. Yeah. To be honest, I'm surprised that the NBA Live is still around because it was like they dropped it. Then they shelved it for like two years. Yep. Then they brought it back, and, and it, it, it didn't it sell just, at all. Like they were, sell. dude. Give you an example was they were discounting it within like, like a month. Like after within a month, it was half price. Like yeah. You could go and buy it for thirty dollars, brand new for the PS4 at GameStop, and I'm like, holy shit, this game's been out a month and it's half price, brand new in the shrink wrap. I'm like, that tells you something. And then because I, I figured it was dead in the water. Then the next year it came out. I'm like, no shit, really? But I will say this. Even on the second year, it was $10 less than NBA 2K. Like, right out the starting gate. Instead sure. of $59.99, it was uh, $49.99. So, it was well, 50 bucks. So, I was like, all right, it's $10 less. And I heard some people who are basketball fans said they liked it better in 2K because of the dribbling system. They were like, it's got this cool dribbling system. You can do a cross dribble. Like, you can do a lot dribbling-wise that made it – better than 2k but they're like all in all we like 2k the graphics are better it's smoother it's easier to handle because they're like this dribbling system's a bitch to learn but it's like once you learn it you well, can do cross thread and you can do you know <laughs> cool things love when you it. make up basketball terms. yeah, yeah. cross thread yeah. a little bit crossover crossover i like that cross thread that's what you try to cross stitch the other day and yeah. uh <laughs> and lebron uh, if his well, cross stitch game had been on point maybe oh he would have won a ring but. oh my goodness uh i actually feel really bad because me alive was the champ they were oh they were the God. madden when back we in the in day school, that was it, all nba it live was a, it was nba on live. super nintendo yeah nba live 93 94 95 96 97 98 99 all the way through they rode that all they the way were through just PS2. they were blowing it out yeah. that no one could even touch them no and then all of a sudden it was like the 2k series you know nfl 2k which yeah it makes me yeah, sad every that that 2k game. game was like yeah oh what, insane wow. wow there's a competitor yeah. it is it is amazing and and i but i like competition that's what I, I can't wait for Madden. Reads innovation. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I can't wait for the Madden contract to, with the EA or whatever the uh, the I NFL players license like, contract. I think that's going to be like forever. I think once it ends, like EA will just throw. You just get the same game every year. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. But like, I just I, I like to see the competition and hopefully, hey, it could surprise us. What if NBA t- you know NBA yeah, Live I'd is love really to good? See Live come out and just like destroy 2K. It looked because, it looked know, decent. I love the, the, the actual. Yeah. Let's talk about that app real quick. Oh, that app is the bomb. Well, you just take your camera phone and, and take your face in it actually yep. looked didn't look half bad like it yeah. wasn't perfect but 
it was better than be your like camera the fifth thing. attempt to get right. in-game stuff. Like I have uh, Connect Rivals, which has body scanning, which I'm a fat guy. It didn't do bad, but yeah, everyone's like, it kind of looks like you. And there's other games where you map your face. It, I want my mug to be on there before I, I give true judgment because sure. I have a big round face that's not going to fit their player model perfectly. Uh-huh. So that's what I was see. waiting. Like I was really waiting for him to go. And by the way, you can download the app to take the picture of your face right now. Because I was like, shit, if that was the case, I would have downloaded it, done the thing, looked at it. And if it looked really good, like it really looked like me, I'd been like, man, I guess I'm buying That's actually a really shit. good idea. Yeah. They should have the because app think, if the app early. Is out now and I could take a picture. That's a good idea. That would have been a good really marketing ploy. Like they might have sold me a copy of Live, right? On That's a good idea, dude. So I, yeah. I really think you should launch the app early, like way yeah. early, like a couple months early. Way to go, EA. <laughs> uh, and one thing, it's going to sound silly, but Johnny can appreciate Kyle attempts every once in a while. Yeah. The facial hair. Yeah. If they can map my face. I have an I have opinion of an epic beard because men have yes. facial hair. Yes. If you don't have facial hair, you're not a man. How yeah. are they going to put that on? That that needs – because that's usually the, when they do face textures. It's my like beard looks like I'm dirty or something. It's like it's a black the, block. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. not even like – you don't, it's no texture You there. look like faces of Walmart or something. Like, <laughs> it, you, you it, I got vitiligo or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or revitiligo. Revitiligo, yeah. You got what you got what Uncle Ruckus got, that, that revitiligo. <laughs> yeah, that's what every time I get my face mapped, it's like I have revitiligo. Like, I'm like, dude. <laughs> well, um, and that's the other thing, too, because now so many of these players have, especially in the NBA, have a lot of facial well, Look at James stuff. Harden. His is like, <laughs> Team yeah, yeah. Harden's, Harden's legit on that yeah. beard. Yeah. yeah, dude. His beard gave us all point. LeBron has rocked the beard a long time. Yeah. I mean, Garnett's got a good beard. I mean, there's a couple guys that are just, that's their thing. So, yeah. you know that they've got the beard structure, if you will, in the game. So, making it from the picture to the game how's that gonna turn out and i i don't know like i i I hope i'd love to see him do something crazy and be like man nba live so really really good this year you know or just to hear feedback from friends like man i picked up nba live this year and man it was so much better in 2k because it's been a hot minute since i had a good yeah so yeah we'll see what happens with the nba live um i'm hoping it sells well um i hope it's you know like you said earlier competition is awesome you know creativity breeds creativity uh, another game that didn't really show anything but a cinematic trailer, w- which I knew right away it was it was uh, Dark Souls uh, three, just because of the way the look and everything. Uh, did you play the Dark Souls games? I don't have a lot of big history on them. I know I know it's a very niche. I game. have played them all. Okay. I have not beat any of them, so I, I get into them and then something else catches my attention. It's mostly my my buddy Sam who does. Yeah. Uh, he's. He, Dark Souls King, yeah. He hides in a closet and does naughty things when he plays this game. <laughs> so it's, it's his thing. But it, it's a solid game. Yeah. I don't know that Dark Souls 3 is going to make me purchase it and download it or purchase it and beat it. Right. Um, we'll see. I mean, it's, it, it says early 2016. That's, that's very vague. That's yeah. the trademark early. Yeah. So it's. That's, that, Everyone's saying spring or early. I'm like, first quarter. I'm like, that doesn't say anything. That's, that's anytime <laughs> in 90 days. So. It looks good. If you're a fan of the Dark Souls title, you're gonna jump all over this because it's you know next gen. But it, it, I'm not. Oh my god. Uh, so I've not played any of them. I, I, you know, I, I want to check out what was it? Uh, Bloodborne. So I want to check out Bloodborne and see you know for the PS4 because it's obviously I heard it's they say it's a little bit easier to get into, more streamlined, but it's still hard as hell. Uh, but I, I don't know. I guess it, it, it. I felt like it's a it's a very niche genre. Like it's not for everyone. These games. So I'm I'm definitely curious to see 
how well they do because I mean there's a huge fan base for those uh, for those type of games. Of course, uh, we're gonna hit uh, what I call a reset. We said earlier, renaissance of Summer of Arcade. I feel like yep, there's a lot of. Sure. I felt really good for Microsoft saying, "Hey, we want to support and all these different indie publishers, indie developers." And of course, uh, they they actually highlighted Gigantic earlier. That that was the first footage they showed, uh, which is a it says here free to play across Windows 10 and Xbox One. Which you touched on that for a second. What what they're trying to do with that Windows 10? Uh, so so. Windows 8 was their first attempt to get everything Microsoft to share this to get technical, basically the same kernel, right? So it's the same operating unified, system, yeah. unified. If you if you've ever had anything Windows 8, the phones, the tablets, an Xbox even or a the computer, it all has that Metro system. Well, Metro was universally hated by yes. everybody, yeah. in my opinion, because people are resistant to change. You changed the way the start menu looked, right? So Windows 10 is a revamp. They went, okay, we listened to our people, which I give kudos to Microsoft on both sides of console and PC. They went, oh, you don't like it? We'll fix it. So I have Windows 10 on my wife's machine now. It's um, it's if Windows 8 and the 7 had a baby, you get your start menu, but they've also added some other aspects, but they're keeping with the cross-platform. If you get a Windows phone, a Surface tablet, uh, Xbox, or right. PC – it should all connect together. That's it should nice. all work together, nice. kind of like you know PlayStation, the Vita. But right. now you're adding in every right. Microsoft yeah. touches everything. I mean, they're yeah. the biggest software company in the world, arguably. Right. Um, so th- you're gonna see if you look at the list of Microsoft games and then look at the list of the PC games, they're almost all on both lists. Sure. For that very reason. So yeah, and it's a free to play game. It's more of like a, I guess it looked like a. Some people were saying it's not a MOBA, right? I didn't. It's a no. It's it's a straight MMO. It's an MMO. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that launched, and then they did like this huge, and that and the the beta is in August. Uh, so definitely check that out. Gigantic, and then of course they, they went through a, a lightning round of games. I have to hit my favorite one was Cuphead, which yep. is literally hand drawn. Everything is hand drawn in the whole game, so there's no like pre-rendered or anything like that. It's all hand-drawn, uh, and they all have a certain path that it goes. But it, it, it's, uh, what would you consider it, Nate? It's more of like a, a shooter. It's like a shooter. Like you have like a yeah, you know, boss fights and everything, but you're Cuphead. You, it looks like those old Mary uh, Melody game um, uh, cartoons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when exactly. there's a, yeah, it looks really, really cool, um, like an old-school uh, Disney uh, Looney Tunes kind of thing. But it just it, it I love the art style, the aesthetic. It pleases me. When I look at this, I'm like, I got to play this. I yeah, have to play this. It looks neat. It yeah. looks so good. Uh Cuphead. Uh definitely check that out. And I'm just gonna go through all the games real quick. Uh, of course, uh we had Cuphead, uh Rise and Shine, which looks really interesting. Uh you have what is this? The Mean Greens. Looks like a, it's based on like uh a little army uh yeah, toys. It's, it's a, I think it's another type of army man. Yeah, and then of course you've got Flame in the Flood. Uh, you've got, Fanta- I should have read these earlier. Phantasmal, City of Darkness. You've got the the Solus Project, uh, Westero Double Barrel, which is like an eight bit retro. Uh, yep. Kind of reminds me of like, it's like a third Galactus, top down, like where you're looking down, or like 1942, where you get the plane and you're moving back and forth, and the planes are coming at you, kind of. No, well, I think it's top a down. no, it, it's it's a western, so you have like guns and stuff, like your little yeah. dude running around. But it's like a retro eight bit. That one really pleases. I don't. I feel like a lot of, a lot of these games, like if you grew up in that time, like the nostalgia, it yeah. really hits you in a different way. I always wonder how games like Shovel Knight hit 
you know resonates yeah. with younger generations and stuff like, like that. if they've wanted to care because yeah. they, they grew up with like these amazing graphics you know not these 16-bit games uh, any of these games you want to stop on let me know sword coast legends um, outward the uh, adventure life sim there's an mmo here called goat more oh no it's goat oh it's goat simulator never mind it's the yeah, goat it's more say, edition. Uh, <laughs> like what is this uh lame four below which looks amazing if you've not below seen below cool. below is a roguelike essentially you're just dropped into this world i've i've done research on it because it blew me away when i first saw it. it you are trying to survive right and this is the idea of a roguelike but like if you get hit or punched or, or stabbed you have to cauterize the wound or you'll bleed out. Like, you have wow. to find a way to seal that wound. And it's it's not for everyone. And when you die, you come back and you see yourself uh, already dead. So you can take any items or anything that you collected and take it with you on your journey. It is, dude, like, if I had an Xbox One, this is only an Xbox One, apparently, it looks great. And that's a game I would play, Nate. I think it'd be right up your alley because people are calling it a Dark Souls, but arcade version it's yeah, yeah. really really cool so below if you've not seen footage of that uh you folks out there listening at home that that's one you need to keep on your radar uh we have arc survivor evolved director re- recruits uh super hot i mean there's and this is all because of id at xbox so they yeah. want to re- kind of take that the your ideas id ideas yeah. uh and uh it's <laughs> play on words there and be able to like, hey, you know, there's we know there's a lot of great thinkers out there that are, don't necessarily work for these huge studios, stu- huge publishers, and we want to give you some love. We want to give you some support. And a lot of people, you look at Jonathan Blow. I mean, the guy who made Braid. That dude, I mean, he, he literally blew up, yeah. he blew up. Blew up. He <laughs> did. He blew up. Yeah, I mean, but he took. Like, he's yeah. now making a game called The Witness, which looks phenomenal. But like, he took all the money that he got from Braid and just self-published himself. But he wouldn't have had that money before if he didn't. Microsoft didn't give him that push, you know, like, hey, we believe in you in this project. We want to support you. Yeah, like Play Dead Studios as well, uh, who did the uh, Limbo, which is an amazing game that came out of the arcade, the summer of arcade games. Uh, they have a new game called Inside, which can't wait for that. Comes out next year. Uh, but like I love the fact that these companies are pushed, giving people the push, giving people that little little nudge. It, it's it's healthy for the system, right? I so, agree. Because you're going to attract lots of people. Um, it gives because not everyone can drop sixty bucks like we talked about right. before. So yeah. these twenty dollars price point games actually give a lot of like stop and pause. Like yeah. I could do a twenty dollars game every month. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Johnny yeah, I, d- yeah. I just love Cuphead. <laughs> but so I, I got I to give a lot of credit where credit's due because for Microsoft to give time to games like this and like the, the gigantic game that they showed that kind of kicked off this whole thing, which the game looks great, gigantic looks awesome, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. But for them to give the time to that game and these indie games that they could have given to somebody who probably gave them a kickback, like sure. you know, a Call of Duty or something else, or right. like, hey, we'll give you some money for us to have some of your time. To give them that 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 time, I, I think is huge in them as a company, and I think it's a smart move because you want to keep the ecosystem fresh and sure. moving. And it, sometimes the indie titles can be the ones that are really really innovative. You right. remember how much money did Microsoft make off of XBLA? Sure, yeah. probably made just metric tons of money. Just sure. I mean, writing checks every yeah. time. Yeah. They did a sale, so yeah. this is the new XBLA. It's their sure. it basically, in essence, yeah. their way of giving smaller titles out, and we're all going to yeah. spend money. It's yeah, and it, and also, Deuce pointed this earlier. It's something to play in between your AAA games, and yeah. it gives yep. you something to play. In, it's in a nice set. palate cleanser too, because yep. sometimes you'll have a couple different games, and you're like, 
you know what? I want to play something, but I don't want to go drop 60 bucks. But it's like, oh, that game looks neat, and it's like 10 bucks. Okay, I'll blow 10 bucks, and maybe I'll only play it for a weekend. But, you know, if I get a whole weekend's worth of enjoyment out of 10 bucks, Another game bad. that did that for me was Guacamelee. Oh, my yeah. God. That game I is so – You didn't like Guacamelee? I, oh, it was it, free. It, so it's I got fun. It, it was, it oh was my a God. Games for Gold for Xbox oh, One, and I loved oh, it. I deleted it. It's the I only one I've deleted it. so far. Wow. Oh, my goodness. All right, so obviously the big game, the other big game of the conference is uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which obviously we knew last year is coming. Uh, holiday exclusive, they're still calling that, which Deuce and I, our conjecture, we surmise that it's – Sony won't get it to holiday next year or the no, following year. I think we'll get it coming. You think so? I, I think don't think we'll so. It, yeah, I think it's a year. July, I think it's August. another year. I, yeah. If I think it's another I think year. It's I think months. the money you have to pay now yeah. for exclusives. Yeah. I I think it ended up bring more of the Johnny. Yeah. It's gonna be a year. Microsoft had to cut them a check. They did, yep. Yeah. And it wasn't a small check no. to yeah. do. I mean, it's not it's gonna a huge be a deal. Day. It's not gonna be six months. My hat's off to Microsoft because it's a huge deal because as much as Deuce and I, you know, we we have our PS4s, we love them and all that. Sony doesn't have a lot coming out this year, uh, exclusive yeah. wise, and this was a huge deal f- for Microsoft to be like, "Hey, haha, your Uncharted Four has got delayed till next year. Well, this is our game. That's essentially people are going to go buy. People are going to buy the system for this game because how yeah, well I don't know if I that, f- that oh, dude, about, yeah. trust me. Who's more famous, Laura Croft or Nathan Drake? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you that at all. Who's more famous, Laura Croft, hands down, but. Oh my God! They're getting the new Tomb Raider. Gotta go buy a new Xbox. Dude, you realize how no. many people, how many games that the the first game sold? Or no, the first game sold yeah, ridiculous sold a ton, and it sold a ton when they did the remaster. Because like me and you both bought it for PS4, the remaster right. one, which was amazing. But think about it: if you if you haven't made the jump yet, yeah. or if you are, you know, you because they because the that game was on PS3 as well. The first one wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So if you already had it on PS3 or 360, and you're like, hey, oh wow, I gotta wait. What almost? Almost uh, a little over a year and a half, two years to play it on uh, to play it on the PS4. I'm gonna go buy an Xbox One. It, it's it's a war of attrition. Yep. So I agree. the whole will it sell units? It will sell some. I'm not gonna say yeah. this is a blockbuster title for unit sales, but it's another on the side of the scale. It's gonna be one of those Ugh. another weight. Yep. No, like Ugh, I'm not gonna God. lie. This it's might push somebody over the top. It will. Like, it could yeah. push someone over the like, edge. You're right. Like oh my God, the new Gears is coming out. I want to get an Xbox One. Oh, but I might wait. Oh, but I can get the Tomb Raider a year early? Yeah. Okay, that's going to be the little bit that will push me over the edge. That I could agree with. But I don't think people are going, oh, my God, I can get the new Tomb Raider Xbox One. I've got to buy one. if they come out with the Tomb Raider Xbox Edition with a controller or something, it's just – Yeah, but they didn't announce any of that. And I think at E3 would be the place you'd announce, by the way, you can get a Tomb Raider Xbox. No, they have packs. I mean, there's so many conferences now. You know there's going to be a a Halo Xbox. They didn't announce that either. Right. Uh, What did you guys think of the footage? I mean, she's out. It looked awesome. it looked amazing. amazing. Although her face looks different again. They changed her face again. I don't know. They keep twerking with her yeah, face. Yeah, she doesn't look like exactly yeah. the same as she did with the other one. Now, her it could body just doesn't be... look the same either. Like, it looked like they changed her around a lot. Didn't they get some crap about her body in the first... Did they? Because, I mean, Laura Croft always... The female gamers are always like, come on, guys. You, you yeah. know, give us a break. Yeah. I, I, I think there was some... I don't want... <laughs> Body right. shaming issues? I don't like, it mean, saying well, she was, was too skinny there, there, or something? It or? wasn't yeah. that. Thin? It was, uh, why don't we represent, I mean, yes, yeah. it's still uh, the hero, but right. I think there was some issues with. Like, I, let's meet in the middle here kind yeah, of Yeah, I, I want to say I read an article about people were like, were like. Maybe this, this is the Laura Croft, because the old Laura Croft from the PS1 PC games, yeah. uh, she, you know, huge, you know, 
front the area. Yeah, and then super tiny, and that was unrealistic. And it, you know, like you said, it well, was that was with blocks. Look how yeah. blocky that bitch was. <laughs> like I mean, like really. Yeah, but even I mean, <laughs> yeah. How long did Laura Croft was you know drawn like a Barbie? She was, she you know was top yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah. She was top heavy. Yeah. So, but I felt like with the with the the other Tomb Raider game, the I guess the reboot, yeah. uh, I thought they did a good job. They they kind of gave her. I one thing I always say about the the Tomb Raider game was I felt like it was all the best parts of Uncharted. Like, they threw yeah. a lot of really great moments in oh, Uncharted. Yeah. And really fun to play, really fun to watch. Uh, I, I tap my hats off to Microsoft because that's oh, a yeah. very smart idea. It was a, It's a good land. Like, yep. don't get me wrong. Like, it's a good good, good grab. So, I ain't mad at him. And, of course, uh, you know, I've been playing Nintendo games forever. And I've, I've owned every Nintendo system except for the, what was it? The main systems, except for the GameCube, which I know I get a lot of hate mail for that, but hey, I was I was an RPG I was an RPG nut growing <laughs> up, yeah. and I'm sorry. So um, um, Nintendo didn't give me RPGs. I mean, even in the 64, only had Ogre Battle 64 yeah. and Quest 64. Yeah. It's like you couldn't play RPGs on, on the 64, and no. even on you had yet yeah, people always go to Legend of Symphonia or whatever. Uh, that of course they got a report later to PS3, which is how I got to play it. But, like, there wasn't a lot. If you wanted RPGs, no. you got you were on a Sony console. Oh, yeah. PS1, PS2, you know, PS3. Especially PS1. PS1 had a ridiculous amount. <laughs> but one of the things that I loved about the 64 was all the rare games that came out. Oh, and yeah. uh, I, I... This is another thing that's... Microsoft this spoiled. <laughs> this came out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. I mean, I knew I knew Rare was working on something, but I I didn't know they were working on this as well. Because we'll get into the title they announced as well. But they this is Rare Replay. It's yeah. it's got thirty games on it, and it's everything. And it's everything thirty you, bucks. Everything, it's literally a dollar a game. Now I do I do think they did a, a they pulled the wool over our eyes a little bit, or they did the little bait and switch because when they showed Banjo Kazooie, they showed the nuts and bolts version. I'm like, no, it's not gonna look that good, but I see why they did it anyways. Uh, but they got Battle Toads, they've got everything at Conquer. But the question I had was, which version of Conquer is gonna be on there? Because you know the 64 version, Bad they had Fur Day, Bad Fur Day. Then they had the locked and reloaded, which came out on Xbox, the original Xbox. Right. That one got edited for content, like it was. They actually censored some stuff in that. So I'm curious to see what version they put on there. I'm hoping sure, it's. Yeah. I'm hoping that they put the 64 version in there because that'd be hilarious. That's a, that's a buy. If that's that's what I call a party buy. That's a great. You have a bunch of friends over. Oh especially man, when that's you're so our good. Age. I'm, I'm yeah. 36. Yep. Yeah. So if I go do check out, I got Battle Toads. Yeah. All my buddies like yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. I thought that. Deuce and I conjectured because Phil Spencer last year, and I overanalyze everything. I, I observe. Yeah. I, my brain doesn't shut off, so like I have to take melatonin to sleep. The little pull back the curtain there for you folks at home. My brain never shuts off. Uh, and Phil Spencer had a Battletoads t-shirt for AD3 last year, and I'm like, oh, does that mean? Because you know Microsoft's been sitting on that rare property, like they they've That's done nothing with it. I was it. waiting for like a Battletoads yeah. game to get yeah. dropped, like. I wanted them to say, "Look, we're dropping for Xbox One yeah. exclusive yeah. Battletoads and all new Battletoads on Xbox yeah. One, or even like a new Conquerors or right. new Banjo Kazooie. Like, yeah. I wanted something brand new for them on the Xbox One. Right. I'm hoping maybe knock on wood, maybe we'll see it next year because I think a lot of people are going to have the same sentiment. Well, that now that Rare is actually working get, on a game yeah. and that the studio is actually active, now yeah. that kind of makes me go, "Okay, well maybe we'll get more games from Rare because yeah. they announced the Sea of Thieves game, which is a 
Online co-op multiplayer kind of you 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 are a part of a crew. You get a right. ship. It's kind of like a online. Think about it as if uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, yeah. but in the rare art style. You know yeah. the very cute, colorful yeah. art style. Um, but you it's multiplayer online. Yeah. Like you, you have a whole crew. Very intriguing to me. Very fascinating. Uh, and the fact that Microsoft obviously owns Rare, it's a yeah. Xbox One exclusive. I'd be curious to see how how it NPC. does. And PC. I'd like to see how it does. Um, it, it definitely intrigued me because Rare you know, knows how to make some pretty looking games. So I just want to hit on some Rare because I love Rare. Yeah, and the Pirates vs. Ninjas War, <laughs> I'm a pirate. And yeah. This is, a, this is a win for us. <laughs> and that will be available uh, August 4th, 2015. So it's right around the corner. One of the things, uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. What one of the other Xbox exclusives? You get Vegas and Vegas Two. Yeah, I, I that saw that really too. Cool. That's that really was cool. Vegas I was like, oh, was well yeah. played, sirs, because yeah. that's 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 one of those like you're getting three games for one. Yep. And Vegas and Vegas Two were both fun. Oh yeah, oh, they man, were good, they solid games. Yeah. Another game that they didn't talk at all about. They sh- they showed a cinematic trailer with uh, the Lena Headley from Game of Thrones was over uh, was narrating it. Um, it was Fable Legends. They didn't say anything at all about it. Uh, I know that it's well. I know why. Part of me knows why. Fable. I, I love the franchise. By the way, I love Fable One. They're one so of the good. Fable Two. Fable Two arguably is one of the best uh, in the series. I love Fable Two. Fable Three kind of got too big, like for some britches or whatever. I, I thought there was a little too much with the whole conquering system or whatever they had at the end. Spoilers. Uh, but I like Fable Three. This is actually, I guess. They're taking this away. It's not going to be like the Fable we know. It is four v one or five four v one. So you have four people that are going against one person. It's online. It's not the Fable that I know. I. Uh, so it's like evolve, but yeah. sort of, and yeah. I, it makes me sad, right, Nate? Because like Fable, when I think of Fable, I think of the fun. Like obviously Peter Molyneux is not there anymore, so he doesn't. He's not working on these games anymore. But like he had an awesome, like fun. It's that British humor, and like it's really fun and quirky well, in the world. Big- the best part of fables was your choices mattered. Right. Right. So you ever, if you've ever gone through and made the light versus dark choices and uh, gone heavy into each one, the whole game changes. So I, it's going to be hard for you to keep that aspect of the game and do this. I, we need more information, but I, I was more excited when I saw the words fable right. was like, ah, yes. And then was like, I don't know. Please be good. Yeah. Well, from what I hear and from what I've read, because I've actually known about this for about six months that the game was coming out. Um, but f- it, it is, from what I understand, it's 4v1 online only. There's no dialogue trees. There's no world system. It's just an online game. That's it. It's not a single player campaign. That's why I was just saying, like, it, yeah. it's, it, it makes me sad. Like, it, I don't know. Like, I, I wanted a fable four. like, I, I Give me a spiritual successor or something. Give me something that is like well, in that I think vein. That happened, at least for me personally, a couple times during the conference where there was things where it's like what I wanted, but not really. Like the Rainbow Six, a new one, Rainbow Six Siege. It looks like it's all going to be multiplayer. Like it didn't look like it had a single player campaign. And I love the single player campaigns in the Rainbow Six game. So I was like, okay, it's Rainbow Six, and it's kind of like what I like, but it's not all of what I like. Yeah. So. My issue, so every FPS has right, a campaign right. mode. Yeah, sure. But it's to get you ready for multiplayer. Right. It, Titanfall was the worst about it. Titanfall's <laughs> campaign mode was literally to just get you to unlock multiplayer stuff. Yeah. So I think they focus on the multiplayer because we all yeah. do the campaign mode the first week, and then yeah, it's nothing but hopping online. So yeah. I think that's that. It, 
I, just back to the theme thing you said. Yeah. I think there was a lot of we dug up an IP. Yeah. To make you happy, but it's not the IP you wanted. Yeah. Or it's not the way a, you really wanted it. Oh, we'll like, get into yeah, that when, especially yeah. with Nintendo. We'll yeah. get into that. Th- that's a huge theme of Nintendo's conference. Um, that and Muppets. Um, but yeah I mean uh, we'll we'll see what happens but I mean Nate I mean I'm I'm sad about Fable Legends from what I've read I'm reserved I'm I'm holding judgment I'm hoping I'm wrong there's hope 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 and everlasting hope that's all I got and of course uh, after that they go into one of the coolest tech demos I've seen in years uh, which is they announced last year the Microsoft HoloLens, which okay. no one really knew what was it going to be about. Like, was this going to be VR? Is this how is this going to is this going to be more augmented, augmented reality? And it's a combination of both, actually. Uh, and the tech demo they did was they used probably one of the most popular franchises out there right now, um, especially for the younger audiences. Uh, my wife plays Minecraft; like, it's her Minecraft. She she still plays it, uh, Minecraft, uh, and. For those at home, we can't really describe it in a very good way, eloquent yeah. way. You have to see the trailer, the video. Uh, the, but me coming as a tech enthusiast, I really see the potential. I don't know me personally. The whole Minecraft element excited me that much. But the actual potential excited me, like the whole idea. My main, So let's describe what was happening uh, for people at home um, yep. that hasn't seen the trailer yet. So just, just a real super quick tangent. Sure. The last podcast was on was when Microsoft bought... Minecraft. Sure, sure. And we wondered what they were doing with it. Sure. So now we know. So now so we know. Yep. Take your table and then add they they had the guy that showed gameplay of um the guy wearing the VR, the whatever the HoloLens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they showed what he saw and then they showed a girl on the surface. It was a cross it was a shameless marketing ploy. Yeah. And they were both playing the game together. So showing where we all have complained where three sixty users can't play with Xbox One users. Yeah. They've knocked that barrier down. And they showed them they're playing together on different types of machinery. Yeah. Cool. And then they you, you see this guy with his camera, and you're like, what's going on? And they go, let's go to this table real quick. And they go to a table that's been decorated like a crate straight out of Minecraft. And he goes, he, he, he audio did something. I forget what he said. Like, it was show display or something. I, I wish I could remember. And boom, Minecraft shows up on a table. Not a special table, just the table they had set there. Yeah. And he started interacting with the game Minority Report style and with verbal cues to zoom in, zoom out, and manipulate the game. And then he did stuff where it was like, follow character. And as the girl on the surface moved, the camera moved. And this was all 3D jumping off the table. My jaw was on the floor the entire tech demo. It's it's an awesome tech demo. And that's that's the thing I want to (sighs) say. I'm not trying to, to knock on Microsoft because of the Connect problems, because they've distanced themselves. They've disconnected, so yeah. to speak, as Deuce and I joked uh, last podcast we did. Uh, they've dis- they distanced themselves from the Connect because of the flaws and everything like that. Uh, just not using it. They didn't support it, really, in my personal opinion. They kind of just dropped it. But I wonder with the HoloLens, because you know you have that resurgence of VR, you've, I think price point is huge. And also, yeah. you got to think about how it's going to be set for home use. Because yeah. the little confusion part there in the conference, not for me, but for the average consumer, is they threw the co- the Oculus controller up next to the Xbox One controller. Now, for those listening at home that have no idea what, what that is, explain that. Is it going to be cross-compatible? That's, that's where I have to read. Cause I, don't know. I don't know. I don't either. It, Even I was a little confused by that. Yeah, they, they didn't give us enough info. They showed two controllers next to each other, once an Oculus underneath it and once an Xbox One. They said both will be cross 
you know, because of the whole Windows 10 thing, they'll right. be cross-compatible, like you'll be able to use both. But how is that going to interact with the with my HoloLens? I don't know yet. Uh, that's the part you don't but know. But w- yeah. I guess, what would you say, uh, Nate, because you, you have an Xbox One, what would be the highest you would pay for the HoloLens? What would be, what's too much? So, my price point is entirely on day one Content. availability. Right. So, if it's just Minecraft, I'm not buying one. Because you think do you think it'll be boxed in with a, a Minecraft bundle? It, do you think it'd be smart to hit be dumb, a huge they, IP? They spent a billion dollars no, yeah. on this. They're, it's gonna if it's just Minecraft, I'm literally not buying it. I'm not a Minecraft fan. I'm I'm not gonna that's not a reason for me to buy. Now if there's four or five titles or let there be some crazy thing where I can play Madden three yeah. D where I'm I'm the helmet cam or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Then I'm I am Drop. I'm like like we joke, overriding the wife, and I'm buying one, and that that <laughs> price point's high. Software, yeah. three hundred maybe. Now, now okay. let me ask this just so I can clear this up real quick. The the virtual reality helmet, and it's called the, the Hololens. The Hololens. It'll work through the Xbox 360. I don't need a PC or anything else. It's just Xbox I think one. Xbox All I'm One. Need is my Xbox One and my Hololens and your and, controller and, and my controller, and right. I'm good. Yeah. Because. That was where I got the confusion. I thought you also needed a PC. For no, 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 no. You it could was just showing that people with PCs could play with people. Right. Oh, okay. That that was a real subtle way of saying this is what Windows 10 is going to do for us. It's yeah. going to break down the barriers of machinery. Exactly, machinery, exactly. Which is cool. But no, I'm right there with you. For me, anywhere between a two and $300 price point. Now, 300 being at the high end would be the jump on point for me. I think if they're smart, drop it at 200 because you'll move a shit ton of units. It, it, like it, it depends on day one. Yeah, software. It's complete. That well, that's is, that the game way it always is. One hundred percent software driven. It's not right. like next gen console where yeah. you know there will be something and there's something out to play day one. You buy it, yeah, for anticipation. Yeah. But yeah, this is but software. This software. Bed. Like they might only drop five games, and if they don't move enough units, be like, all right, we tried, and then you don't get any more games. It, it's got legs because I mean, Oculus Rift sold to. Facebook for right. a ton of money, which they wouldn't have invested the money if they didn't think VR and all augmented reality had had legs. Right. There, there's the tech demo. Even though I'm not a Minecraft fan, I was like, okay, this is cool. They 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 stole they they use some of the Kinect technology, the voice voice cues to like we haven't forgot about you, but <laughs> it, it's got potential, and that's where I'm going to leave it. Is on the, I have high hopes, and my finger is on my credit card, tapping it, going. Okay, show me what's coming out. Yep. Show me what's yep. coming out. I'll pre-order if you give yeah. me something good. Yep. And that's the thing is like software sells hardware. And yeah, that's the thing. Sure. Is we don't want to – sure, yeah, I mean, you, you could have a – imagine if you have a – all right, well, you have the to, a tour of of the Louvre with the HoloLens. I mean, it would be cool as hell. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, walk in that virtual space or whatever. But, like, little tech demos, little little demos, little short snippets, I don't think are going to sell it. You need to have something, you know. Yeah. I do think Minecraft is a, hu- it's a huge IP, and I think they'll sell a lot because of it. More people will be more interested in it. I think I was very smart at the conference to show Minecraft because there's a huge fan base for that, for the for those uh, for those games. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I, I'm going to hold off on my judgment on it because, A, I don't have an Xbox One yet, yeah. and, B, uh, I w- price point, you know. Yeah. I'll have to see what the price point is on that. So, and of course, the, they they close out the show um, with Gears Four. That's all they call yep. it is Gears Four, four. and another one of those. No reason to fancy it up, bro. <laughs> Gears Four. Yeah. That's all I needed. I was like, shit, Gears Four. All right. Well, I feel like everyone's like, you know, has like a colon something else. No one, no one usually does a four game fourth anymore. And he's usually like, 
you know. Does Devil May Cry 4 have a colon? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but they usually have, like, the, you know, subsistence or redemption or, you know what I mean? They like have yeah. something else. So it's just Gears, Gears 4. Uh, I've I've only played like p- a couple of hours of the first Gears yeah, game, you, so you I don't have really a. I well person. I, I didn't have an Xbox long yeah. enough really to play it. Um, you know, mine red ringed on me, so I don't have. <laughs> I didn't. You know, that's an excuse, I guess. But I, I I'm interested in it, yeah. so I'm curious. But so I'm gonna give my feedback first, and then I'll go. I'll throw it to you guys. Okay. A, I thought the they did a poor job of showing that footage because it was really dark. Yeah. Like, I know the game is kind of dark, but, like, it was hard to see. Like, I couldn't see what was going on. Yeah. You know, I just heard weird sounds, and I'm like, oh. And it, for me, someone that has only played... Like, I understand what Gears is and how it works and why it's popular, but it didn't look like Gears to me from what I saw. It looked very Survivor Horror. Like, it didn't look like a Gears of War game to me, and I, maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe there's... What's your guys' thoughts on so it? Gears... Gears... I would. It's a survivor horror light. So the monsters were all yeah. scary looking, right? Yeah. The horde is was all. Oh, the, yeah. what is, it's not the horde. No, That's, it's, it's Warcraft. Uh, locust. Uh, the locust. Yeah. They're all demonic looking. And yeah. Really kind of creepy. Like so bugs meet demons. Yeah. Kinda. So I think I understand what you're saying, but if you've played all three, I think it was the next logical evolution with the hardware we have to play on oh, now. Yeah. So you can do a lot of the lighting effects and a lot of the stuff now and not lose the feel of Gears. I, I'm super jazzed because it's, it's a great IP. Oh, there, my God, there's yeah. Some, it's, there's only four games maybe in history I've rolled a tier at. Yeah. And one of the Gears oh, spoilers. Yeah, you texted me. When yeah. Dom. Oh. oh, dude, I'm seriously choked up oh. talking about it now. It's up there with yeah. like Sephiroth killing Eris. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a. It's one of those moments Why where you're Why am I crying like, at a video game? Yeah. <laughs> Because you spent time, like, these were your buddies. These were your yeah. bros. You spent, this is game sure. number three, and you're, like, halfway through, and one of the main characters. And he's, kinda, like, the guy who reminds you to stay human. Yeah. You know, like, don't lose yourself in the war. Yeah, you know, like, you, you know, you got to remember your past. You got to remember the people you loved. And he's, like, the one who kind of jumps on the grenade, if you will. And it's, like, fucking fuck. Yeah, now, can, I was ready to whip he, some He's your hope. Yeah. And then the wife shenanigans happens. Yeah. You're, like. Oh, how's he going on? Yeah, I got your back. I'm okay. Yeah. and then at the end, he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm coming to see you, baby." I've literally dropped my controller, and a tear rolls. My wife's like, "What's wrong?" I said, "You have to watch this." <laughs> she has no idea. I'm telling you what, just like the cinematic alone, if you watched it, even not knowing, like, I didn't realize there was story. that much depth in this. Dude, this here's my here's mad here's, depth. here's here's the thing that I came across for me. I think what turned me off was it was a lot of the dude bra gamers that were playing this game, and so it was like, oh, I got my Call of Duty, I got my Madden, I got my Gears. That that's yeah. who they market to as well. So I didn't realize that the Gears Dude, games had deep, man. depth it's got in it. Some it was story. Very, I think the story's deeper The story Halo. got deeper as they went. Gears 1 is take Gears cover, deeper, yeah. take cover, pop out of cover, take cover, pop out of cover. They give you the story to tie it all together. Right. By the time you get to 3, 3 oh, is an yeah. epic tale. I mean, and then you, you've, you've developed some love for some characters. But yeah. three, So maybe I'll buy the remaster when, when I get an Xbox One. Oh, yeah. So... Because that, that, that's something. You know, I will let you borrow my – I have the the Master Collection for 360. It's okay. all three games. I will let you borrow that and let you take a little dip in there. And Because, yeah, dude, it's fun. And I, those games – like, that probably was my favorite series for the 360 and my favorite franchise for Microsoft because it's just – it's fun. They're fun. They tell really deep, good stories, but you can still have a good time. Man, I lo- those are my favorite. They're challenging. I mean, they're they're, cha- oh, they're hard. There's parts that are you hard. You have to balls. learn the cover system. Yeah. So you can't just, like, Rambo that shit. So 
Oh man! And then the chainsaw. Oh, but what did you guys think of this one, though? I know you guys love the original, the other three. I'm I'm equally as excited. Yeah, like, I, I'm excited. I, I want to see more, though. I'm not gonna lie because it, the way three ended, like it wrapped up the story. You were done. You were done. Like the it, locusts are gone. Yeah, it's like okay, we finished this story. What's gonna? Ha- it's kind of like the end of Halo Three. Like the end of Halo Three, you're like. Right, you beat the Covenant. Well, what the fuck's next? And then four comes, and you're like, oh, that's what the fuck's next. Or, well, it's so, almost like Halo Five too. Yeah. It's wait a minute, we're we're done. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. How are you gonna milk this, bro? You have to yeah. give us a good excuse. And that's, yeah, I, I need to see more of the story and the premise to go. We killed the locust. I, I remember that scene. It was hard as hell. Yeah, you know, we yeah. Did, it's over. But so, it's it. They sh- what they did show you. The love is still there. All the yeah. things that made Gears awesome is still there. The cover system. Oh, there. the Ganasher, the shotgun, the, the pistol. The, the yeah, random the, things that glow on your outfit. Oh, which yeah. you've never understood why they glow. Yeah. But hey, they're still there. We roll with it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm this is this is a definite thumbs up. This is gonna be my buy an Xbox game. And that's the the whole reason. Originally my plan was to buy uh, Xbox One this Christmas because I thought it might l- land this Christmas, but I'm a dumbass thinking, okay, they're going to drop Halo 5 and Gears the same Christmas. That was stupid. Um, come next Christmas when they drop Gears 4 is when I'm probably going to get my Xbox One, which leads me to a question I do want to throw out to the mailbag. We know Rock Band's coming out. I am going to wait a year to get Rock Band. They're putting out the Rock Band bundles for Christmas. And I'm going to throw it out there to you guys. You can send us at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com what should I do should I buy the bundle now put it in the closet save it till I buy my Xbox One or should I just wait and then when I buy my Xbox One see if I can find a bundle if I can get one cheaper like roll the dice what do you guys think it, it, I guess it's, it's hard to predict the success because if you try to buy a rock band guitar right now that works yeah, they're really effing expensive because they don't make them anymore yeah. even the, right. the knockoffs are really expensive so right. As much as I know you played Rock Band, because yeah. I, I was there with you. We yeah. played at your house. Yeah. It, you're rolling the dice. Yeah. Because they could, because at the end, the big boxes were got really discounted because they were just taking up too much square footage. Yeah. If it's a flop, I still think you'd buy it because it's still. Yeah. yeah. It's, I've got so much invested. Is you have problem. every song. I think, yeah. I've got almost every song for the 360 I, on the store. Bought. I say you roll the dice on the side of caution and buy it and throw it in the closet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The problem is, is a pr- the jump off the price point's two fifty. Yeah, for the box, which is, I mean, that's that's a chunk, especially talking Christmas time. Like that's 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 no fucking joke. So, but as much as you entertain, you're instantly have your party game. That's true. So, so at, at jump of the you're buying your Xbox for Christmas, the New Year's party has a rock band. Yeah, play. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's so yeah, it's good to go. I don't know. I want to throw it out to you guys because we'll be doing a mailbag soon. I'd love to hear your opinion on it. Because uh, they're going quick, from what I heard. Like, a couple places said they already ran out of, of their pre-orders for it. Which, that kind of almost shows their hand to me. Because it's like, if you're selling out your pre-orders, that means you're going to restock later. You're just trying to see, okay, how much interest. And the other good thing is, all your old rock band instruments will still work. And I've got all mine, and they all still work. So, anyway, throw that out there. But I'm looking forward to the gears. I'm getting my gear system, gosh darn it, when it comes out. <laughs> All right, and then the last thing Microsoft wasn't the last in order of chronological, but the one last thing that we talk about that I'm excited about is the Xbox Elite controller. So, some people take controllers for granted, right? That's just they've 
over the years we went we add buttons. Yeah. Right. And sometimes you're like, why did they add this button? That's kind of dumb. So they went, okay, let's add some more buttons. Yeah. So the Xbox Elite controller, they took the Xbox controller, which is sound design in my opinion, mm-hmm. and they added four buttons on the back, which they added these hairline trigger controls, which yeah. instead of pulling the trigger all the way down, you use your Sorry, finger roll, kind of like paintball style. Yeah, you got to use your ring finger and pinky, but it's a millimeter press. So it's this beep, 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 so you get that hot, you get the, the high reaction time on the first person shooters, which some people say that's some of the biggest problems is as silly as it sounds, the one centimeter you have to pull the trigger to get a shot yeah. off can be life or death, if you yeah. will, in a, vi- in a multiplayer game. They've made it to where you just twitch a nerve and you're shooting shots off. Plus, the D-pad has options. It's not just – you can make it just a D-pad, or you have this weird steel drum-looking option that gives you a little more yeah, – that thing was nuts-looking, but it seems cool. Like Do you know what I think options. it's going to be awesome? Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. I think for your fighter, where the rolling yeah. action matters, yeah. this is where it's going to sure. help. Um, it's com- this is the, the biggest thing, in my opinion, is it's compatible with PC out the box. That's cool. Before, you had to buy a wired Xbox 360 yep. controller, not the wireless, yeah. and do some shenanigans. The current Xbox controllers, you ha- Xbox One controllers, you have to do some shenanigans. This is going to be day one. Take your USB cord, plug it in your your, your Windows 10. Right. It's good. Or yep. wireless on your Xbox. Yep. Um, it's lighter. They've got a metal body on some of it, which is kind of cool. The only negative, the price point. Ooh, no one's owning. No one's owning two of these bad boys. Price oh. points, right? Because it's you can buy two of them for almost damn near the price of an Xbox. Yeah, because isn't it like one hundred and forty nine ninety nine? So one hundred fifty bucks, basically. So it's 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 for the the uh, the extra the gamer that really wants to invest. Well, I, I may get one just for the purposes of I can use it on my PC and my Xbox. Yeah, that's nice. Having I can use it on purposes. everything. Oh, and all the buttons remappable. That's right. actually a really big deal, yeah. especially more for us PC users, because um, there's people who play World of Warcraft with Xbox controller just because they can. This is going to yeah. make that easier. Um, but at 150 bucks, that's when they first announced it. They saved that price point for last, by the way. Yeah. That was the last yeah. slide. <laughs> we were all like, "This is going to be awesome." I'm thinking, "Yeah, 70 bucks, 60 bucks." <laughs> well, no, because the new ones are 60, 80 bucks, 149.99. Ooh, see you, player. That's what I was like, and I'm out. Because well, I might have even stomached a hundred, but when they said one hundred and fifty, I'm like, nah, I'm out. I, I think it may suffer from. I think this may be uh, what people say Xbox, what one eighty or whatever they yeah. joke about, or <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. I think they're gonna see the one forty nine ninety nine, not get the pop they want, and then we're all gonna get a sale. And yeah. I we'll think a hundred bucks it. they would sell. They would they would keep them on yeah. the shelves. I, I think hundred dollars. In my is brain, a hundred dollars for a controller sounds like dude. <laughs> but I have a mouse I spent sixty five on, so yeah, it, it one hundred fifty. There's no way I I would get divorced and owe a lot of alimony yeah. if I even <laughs> talked to the wife about spending one hundred fifty on, on a, a controller. controller. But yeah. the fact that it's the first controller that is this customizable yeah. and lets you change a whole controller to your playstyle is great. And the one thing I never mentioned, but and maybe no one's thinking but me, for the huge e-gaming craze, this is a big deal. Oh, yeah. Because it's ultra-sensitive. There's different modes, remappable. This is the, the go-to controller for anyone who's in PC gaming that can use it 
or the people who do anything MLG does, Major League Gaming, it's going to be huge for first-person shooters, things like that, because oh, yeah. sure. little trigger sticks are going to make a huge difference. Yep. All right, so that was our coverage of the Microsoft Conference. And, of course, we're going to take a small break, and we have more to come with the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And we're back with the happy hour, Johnny and Deuce, with our amazing friend and special guest, Nathan Rapert. Yep. And uh, EA, of course, there's other conferences that happened. We're going to hit on the major ones, but we'll briefly touch one of the biggest things that came out of uh, EA conference, which was already announced. We already knew about it. was Star Wars Battlefront. And because we heard about it last year when EA did this weird, like, developer, like, behind the story. Yeah, behind, was it was weird. weird. They yeah. didn't show anything. They showed, like, this concept art. I'm like, I don't want to see concept art. Like, that's way too early. I want to see footage. And, of course, everyone's talking about the Frostbite engine and how they're going to have it set up and lots of good things about the Frostbite engine. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. We know this. I'm going to save my judgment for last. I want to get you guys' thoughts on it first. So I, I am a huge Star Wars fan. I I'm sad that I was born two years after the first one started. I wish I could have had my parents have me when they were thirteen. Yeah. Um. I'm really excited. I, I love the game style. It's the it's the arguable best IP of all time, right? It's yeah. it's Star Wars. Yeah. I I I have no flaws in this game besides I may overhype it in my head too much. I may. Think I'm gonna pull a lightsaber out of the screen and start swinging and go. Wait a minute, this isn't what I wanted. That's my only concern is my own personal overhyping because it's Star Wars. Yeah. If you throw Star Wars anything digital, I'm gonna be oh what do do? Okay, okay, okay. So I'm excited and I'm trying to stay reserved. Yeah, I think I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I'm trying not to watch too too many videos of it because I want to be excited when it's released. The one thing I am excited about is I know I know you're going to buy this. Like, There's no doubt in my mind you're purchasing this. So it would be like, great, now there's a multiplayer game me and you can play together. Because for a hot minute, there hasn't been a multiplayer game that me and you Since can play Destiny. together. Since Destiny. Since Destiny, really, yeah, because you're not a big Call of Duty guy. Well, I'm just uh, not a big multiplayer or, in general. Yeah, yeah. so this will be nice to have a game that would be like, hey, man, Friday night, do you want to, once you put the kids down, let's both jump on and let's play some, you know, some Star Wars Battlefront together and, you know, check it out. Like You're not going to have to twist my arm. Yeah, <laughs> I think that'll be a lot of fun. And the graphics look amazing. That Frostbite like, engine looks, yeah, yeah, looks legit. And looks I like sick. how not only do you've got, like, just the big multiplayer battles like you do in your normal Battlefield games, but they've got the two-player co-op thing that I showed you the video today, which really cool. Like, so me and you together can be playing against, like, waves of you know stormtroopers coming at us well that was one thing that that didn't announce until now actually because they they had talked about it before where there's no single player campaign and i was heartbroken because i love the first two and i love the single player campaigns because it's something fun i can play when i'm out playing multiplayer yeah but they did announce at this conference the ea conference that you can play against bots just by yourself so it's not a campaign but you could still practice and have fun i like that because i'm not forced to play online if i'm feeling like i just want to I want to try out a class or yeah. try out a world. I can just go. It's not a campaign. There's no story. You can level up or do other things that you like. Get experience points like I do when I'm playing multiplayer. When I'm playing against bots, because that to me is important. Because if I'm playing against bots but I don't get anything out of it, I'm gonna be like, all right, screw it. I'm gonna jump it, online. 
from a competitive standpoint, I hope they don't do that. Because what happens is you have so – if you're playing multiplayer, you have some guy who leveled up on just all the way to max level and yeah. solo and bots. They're now on my team on multiplayer, and they yeah. can't play. Right. Because yeah. they're, they're playing against computer AI, which has come leaps and bounds over the yesteryear. Right, right, right. But I, I want there to be a level cap before next thing I'm, I'm at you know max level under yeah. the guy who's never played someone with a human brain and human reaction times. And I'm, I'm Fair enough. Yeah. If they're on the other team. Great. I want a whole team of them. Yeah. If they're on my team, I'm like, like oh, hell no. Come on, dude. Yeah. But I'm glad that they threw the bots in because that, that gives me a little bit of like, hey, I want to test out this game first before I get my ass owned online. So right. I'm gonna be like, all right, I want to check out the game with the bots, kind of see how it plays, the mechanics, and everything. Uh, and I <laughs> looks phenomenal. Well, and, and from a family standpoint too, the the bot mode lets you not have to worry about your kids hearing something across the, Good the, point. the microphone Good that point. they're like, ooh, why yeah. did you Plus, say that? Plus, I think uh, you could probably play Battlefront for your. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a parent, so no, but not Battlefront. The, uh, the Star Wars game. Oh, the Star. Yeah, I was th- gonna say that. Yeah, it, Star Wars. I think you probably because there's could no play blood shooting kids. out of stormtroopers. Right. It's yeah. also lasers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you could probably get away with, you know, playing the Star Wars game in front of kids and not getting you And know, most of us have indoctrinated our kids to Star Wars. Yeah, of course. Um but I what I loved was the attention to detail. Like for example, they showed they showed the Hoth battle and they they already said this this is not gonna you don't have to worry about any storylines or anything like that. This, this is just gonna, canon. Yeah. This is just going to based on like the original trilogy stuff. Now they are going to yeah. do DLC with the new movie, uh, yeah. The Force Awakens. But like you don't have to know anything. You just yeah. go in and have fun. But if you are a Star Wars fan, you're going to get little little nods. little nods, little nuggets in there. Like the way they they actually went, EA actually went, and Dice went to actually go check out this the studio. Like they went and actually 3D rendered props. Like so, when you see a Tie Fighter in the game, it is the exact replica model of a Tie Fighter they used in the original trilogy. Uh-huh. So I like that attention to detail. I like some of the sparks, the the stuff when you shoot someone, like there's little sparks that come out, like that right. they, you know, like they did in the original trilogy. So there's a lot of fan service there to the original trilogy. I, I think they have to because of what Disney did when they bought it. They nuked, yeah. like a lot of the old stuff. True, they yeah. nuked canon. True. So I think they have to do this. To slow down the slow rebellion that people are like, well, you're ruining my Star Wars. I think this was a we don't we, we can't screw this up. Yeah, I'm and, right there. And with Dice you. has a good you know pedigree. I mean, they make solid games, and I and oh, I think yeah. and I think uh, this is they needed to show this gameplay footage because everyone's like, oh, well, what's this going to be? We've seen that little teaser clip before and at Comic Con or whatever, and everyone's just like, I don't know what this is going to be like. What's yeah. It I, it blew me away because it, it mean this the shadow the smoke effects the the particles the textures the the sounds this sounds like you're listening to a movie like it is I don't know I'm blown away I, I'm excited and then of course the I don't know I guess there are going to be four planet four worlds are opening up first and then they'll add more DLC later which is yeah. you know Dice has done that with Call of Duty games where they add DLC later on and I've got a feeling this thing's going to end up getting a season pass almost like the, sure. the Battlefield yeah. games get sure oh, yeah. where this, yeah. this is also a day one season pass purchase too they yeah. they project for me anyway they project like, 8 million the, copies sold uh that's what their projection is I think that's conservative yeah what do you, yeah I was going to ask you what do you think they would sell I, I say it's two digits Ten. Really? Wow! I think it's gonna get ten. It's it's Star Wars, right? And right. it's cross it's cross platform. It's arguably the best looking Star Wars game ever made so far. Oh, yeah, and it's so. coming out on everything. Everything. So yeah. it's this is this are double they doing digit. on three sixty and I it's not going old gen. I don't uh, think no no yeah. Okay. So it's but Good. it's it's PC, Xbox, Xbox One, and PS4, Xbox One and PS4. PS4. So yeah, I I am I'm, I'm saying double digits ten. I don't think much higher than ten, but ten. Yeah. 
And well, plus, think about how many sales you're going to get of like season passes and stuff. You'll get a lot of extra extra value purchases. Because us Star Wars fans, we, we like to buy Star Wars stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah. But that was our biggest thing that came out of e, e, E3. E3. That was the biggest thing that came out of the EA's uh, conference for me personally. Uh, we talked about Need for Speed and all that earlier, but this was like the biggest thing that came out of that conference. Um, overall, I mean, it was a decent conference. Um, but I think what we need to transition to now is the Sony conference. Yeah. Um, even though Nintendo, they had their pre-pre-show, and then they had their digital direct. We'll go. On, we'll do Nintendo last. Yeah. So, of course, Sony, they had their conference, and they <laughs> made me smile because we, we've been saying for years, for eight years in the making, that The Last Guardian was going to come out. It's always like this little joke every year. Is this the year The Last Guardian's coming out? Is this the year The Last Guardian's coming out? And then you hear, oh, well, the studio's shut down. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's being tr- it's being taken over by a different, different team. Folks, this game was announced back in 2007, this game. Yeah. Think about how long ago that was. It, it's the new du- Duke Nukem. It yeah. was, right, yeah, and yeah, that's exactly. the effect it has. Forever, yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, you had the Team Eco, the people that did the Shadow of the Clo- awesome Shadow of the Colossus and um, Eco game, uh, awesome games. And the, the thing that I've always been told was, there was three Uncharted games that came out in a time span of this time of, of this you know this drop in time span yeah. here. That is insane, you know. Like I don't, it blew me away to think about like how many games have come out between when they got announced to where they are now. Because this was originally going to be a PS3 game only, and now I think what they did because I don't know if I now if I misread it or mislooked at it. I don't think Team Eco is working on it now. I think it was Japan Studios that's working on it. So I think they were like, all right, we can't get this to go. Let's take this and have another studio work on it. Maybe they took the assets from what Team Eco was doing because it looks similar to the f- stuff they used back in 07. Yep. Um, it doesn't look like, and the only downside I have really, it doesn't look like a PS4 game. It looks like an up PS3 game. Maybe it's because it's really difficult. I don't really, I don't think it's just been the, the, the s- what we were shown. The stream, maybe? Because when's the release date on that? That's not until next year. Yeah, so they have plenty of time, I think, to... And it could be just the stream itself isn't... Cause I don't know about you, but sometimes the, the Twitch stream was like crazy. It was it even went down a couple times um, uh, during the Sony one. Uh, but yeah, so like I, it, I'm I'm excited because, I mean, hey, it's a, it's an exclusive thing for the PS4, if you have a PS4. Um, it looks good. Um, it's intriguing. I love the whole... It's, it looks like something totally different than what we're playing right now. It's right. not your Call of Duty. It's, you know, it's not Star Wars. It's not... You know, strategy RPGs. It's you know, I don't know. It's like a buddy game. I don't know. Like you, yeah. you've got like a. I don't know how. It's like eco. It's like yeah. the eco game. You know, you have, you know, you have a partner that you're reacting a puzzle platformer in three in three yep. dimensional space. Uh, very intriguing. My only hope. So I, I want to call it the Entourage effect. Sure. So the Entourage movie came out and flopped because they're five years too late. Yeah. Right. They should have made this a oh, year yeah. after the finale. My concern is it has become the joke. It has become the new Duke yep. Nukem that we're all going to get it and have super high expectations because they made us wait eight years for it. And now it's like you had eight years and this is what I got. I think we're all going to be hypercritical of it and not have the hope like we want for some of these other games we've talked about. That's my biggest concern is I looked at it and was like, this looks really cool. This could be really awesome. But then I was like, but this is eight years of work. Right. You better be good. You better right. be perfect. There's a lot of pressure uh, on this the game to do well. Cause oh, yeah. I, I would have almost preferred it not to come out at all because I, I actually kind of find the game, the story, 
more interesting than the actual game. Like I would be, I want to know what happened. You know why it's been. This is a Netflix documentary. It is yeah. right. It should be right. It's a Netflix documentary. Yes, yeah. The Team Eco story. They really. I would. I would love to see that because that the be a fly on the wall about when this happened because it was. It was. It was like a year out from being on PS3. Like it was going to be a, one of the last games coming out for PS3's yeah. life cycle, and what happened. You know. Yeah. I mean, and in every year it's like no, and you get mixed reactions. So I think I think Sony did a good job of of making a making that relevant, but also putting some spotlight on their conference because uh, it was a big deal to announce this. I mean, even if you don't like Sony or you don't like Team Eco or whatever or the Shadow Colossus games, this was a big deal because everyone and their mothers talked about it for years. Hey, when is this game coming out? And the fact that it is coming out, it will be coming out in another first quarter. Everyone's doing that this year. Every conference, first quarter of 2016. Yeah. What does that mean? You know, it's just like January, the, February, or March. That's yeah. exactly what yeah. it means. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's coming out next year. Um, like you said, they're having a whole another whole year. To, it'll look pretty and all that. I'm not, I'm not doubting the fidelity and all that, the graphical graphical fidelity. Uh, I just want to know how it's going to play. You know, is it going to be fun and interactive? Uh, but anyways. So yeah, the last guardian was like bang. They 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 just with the they started off with the bang. You know that was a huge deal. Um, and you get a constant theme actually with the Sony conference here. Yeah, I was we were we were live quote unquote live chatting on Facebook when the Sony conference was going on, and, and I was I also watching was Twitter, and it was was going on. To be honest, what night was this? Monday night or Tuesday night? I was Monday night. Monday oh night. yeah, I was fucking asleep. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean it looks gorgeous, even yeah. for a uh, quote unquote PS3 upres. I mean, no, uh, I mean it, it, it looks, looks really good, nice. And I watched all the Sony conference the next day, so I wasn't in the live hype machine with the two of you. Um, I don't know, dude. There was a lot of stuff on the Sony conference where I was, I don't know, I just was kind of on the fence, where it's just like, yeah. Which maybe maybe that's it. Maybe I should have been watching it live with you guys on the hype machine, and maybe I would have been like, Rah! but I was just like, it, it eh. just depends, really. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna hit everybody, you know. And yeah. there's things that, like we said, I don't have an Xbox One, but right. Microsoft made me go, wow. There's a, there's a, there's some really good stuff coming out yeah. that I've and there really was some things on there where I'm like, okay, that game looks really right. cool. Or there were some where I was like, eh. I think every conference, every conference showed you reasons, at least a few reasons why you should yeah. buy it. You know what I mean? Like no, no one was a dud. No, yeah. no one put on a horrible conference. I think they all want you to purchase eh, their games. Well, 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 we'll, we'll <laughs> get into. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I think Sony did a good job starting off with the you know, hey, getting that fan yeah. base that people that follow and it's a huge deal and it's 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 a hashtagable like everyone's talking about it. On top of that, I think it was because they did it so quickly in the beginning, it might have made people go, oh shit, you gotta like stop do what you're doing, switch over to this. If and you if you look at how Twitter was responding it. to it, yeah. it was like a groundswell, right? So people yeah. were like. Oh my God! Last Guardian, it started trending. Yeah. It made top ten. Actually, I think it, when I looked, it was at third. Wow! It went, it it dropped quickly, but it went. Oh my God! And everybody turned and yeah. watched because if you also notice, that's when Twitch and stuff started getting a little antsy. It did. Everyone it was did. Like, oh. It did. Yeah, it got crazy. It was like, oh my God, is it true? You know, because people joke all the time about yeah. it. Uh, but then Sony not got out the gate, man. They they got that, and then they got another uh, exclusive game, which. I'm probably the most excited about from the Sony conference, to be honest, is Horizon. Oh my goodness! This that is the only. This is one of the only two things announced that made me kind of want a PlayStation. It 
looks gorgeous. Uh, it is a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, <laughs> they start off with some cave paintings, and you watch the trailer. You see oh, it, the robot dinosaur game. It, it looks that looked awesome. It looks insane. Yeah. Like, it, the world, I love the world, but the whole idea is that like technology shut down. Like yeah. what would happen in a world, you know, where technology you have, you know, that you can't, you you're out, you're literally like homeless. You're out in the yeah. wilderness, like it's the Stone Age again. Yeah. But there's but there's a there's a, a a life source that is creating robots, and you're trying to find out yeah. how is this technology still existing when the rest of the world doesn't have access to it. Yeah. So and and they're attacking and and, and it, it it that's intriguing and also the. The uh, the look, the aesthetics. I mean, oh, it, it yeah, was it looked very smooth. This is probably top three graphical. I mean, looking it, games. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous, and I love the you know the, I guess it's a third person shooter, but the, like the different mechanics and, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. That that one blew me away. I was very excited. The uh, the music also yeah. blew me away too, from what I heard. And also, I think it was neat because I, none of us, this wasn't on anybody's radar. No, like, no, no, no. No one heard about it. This something anybody This is how about. most games should have been. Yeah, right. exactly. So sure. when it dropped, you're like, what's this? Oh, it's cavemen. Oh, no, those aren't cavemen. Does she have got, like, a uh, bow and arrow with, like, metal and shit on? There's <laughs> a robot dinosaur! Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, it was really, really cool. Yeah, was, this reminded me of that one movie trailer. What's the, with the girl? It's like Sailor Moon with ninjas and, oh, my gosh, what was that movie? Oh, it's the one we like, the Zack Snyder movie, uh, uh, Sucker, uh, Punch. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it read like Sucker Punch's trailer. It was yeah. like, wait a minute, what? What? How can you mix this? Now there's a dragon. Now she's in a mech? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited about Horizon. That's definitely going to be a, a purchase for me, uh, just from what I've seen, and uh, I can't wait to see more. And I don't think that I think that got announced next year as well. A lot of that's yeah. the common theme. A lot of the stuff is coming out until sixteen. So, well, to be honest with you, I don't think we'll see that horizon until next Christmas. Oh, easily, easily yeah. November probably next year. Um, but that looks great. Also, Sony they they beat EA to the punch, um, and uh, they they uh, they announced the Hitman, the new Hitman game. Yep. I've never been a huge Hitman fan. Uh, Absolution was okay. Uh, thought I mean, it's just a cinematic trailer. It looked all right. The trailer, like most series. In my opinion, they've gotten worse as they've gone. The first Hitman to me was amazing. I like Blood Money or whatever that one was called. Yeah. Second, they, as they went to me, they. It's a simple. It's kind of what's the Solid Snake games. Yeah. Only so much you can do, and they didn't add enough. Every once in a while, like, oh, that's cool, but it's a gimmick that lasts two hours of gameplay. Sure. I'm happy. Right. I'm a fan of the Hitman series. Yeah. I'm the only guy who saw the movie in the theater and liked it. I saw it in theater too. It was me and you because yeah. that movie Olympic, yeah. flopped. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually owned that movie. I mean, I I liked yeah. it. I thought it was a good movie. But I think what's selling me on this game is it seems like the game you're getting on disc is really kind of basic. Like you're only gonna get maybe a dozen missions on disc, but you get the season pass for free. So they're like, look, we're gonna give you more missions as time goes by but you're getting like these to start with and then we're going to give them to you for free no extra cost because you bought the game but we're going to add more and more it, missions to it. it to me it feels like what they kind of i don't want to say watchdogs it's it's kind of the watchdog feel to me of yeah in the beginning they give you a clip and then they're promising more right that that promise you're putting a lot of stock and yeah. dropping 60 bucks on a promise of more content than yeah Especially a lot of, a lot of games do the free ton. expansions, yeah. three, three yeah. updates, but they never come fast enough. Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. that's a good example. You bought the season pass for Watch Dogs. Did you ever go back and play the DLC? Nope. 
like I beat the game and like the only reason I didn't trade it in is because I got the DLC because at first the DLC was like here's some new cars here's some new little side missions I'm like woo woo I was waiting for the actual single player story DLC well they didn't drop that bitch to last so it was like four or five months later yeah it was time, much later I'm like ah yeah. oh, fuck it like so it's sitting there and I'm like you know what one weekend I might get bored and pop it in because I've heard it's it's like 12 hours of gameplay if you want to play it. And I'm like, well, that'd be good to, like, if I got a weekend to kill, you know, and I can pop it in and play it. And you can do a whole hours, podcast on the season pass. And yeah. It's a quasi ripoff. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a straight up gimmick. I thought I would transition into a game that was my, one of my games of E3 last year, No Man's Sky, um, which currently at the moment is a PlayStation exclusive Um I think it will hit Xbox One eventually. It, it's not one of those weird Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, where we're not sure right now. It is just, a, it's just well, a I, PlayStation. I thought I read something. I don't, we we need to term that some a delayed, a delayed, delayed, delayed exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. There's, there's got to be a term for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, or timed exclusive. I, I can't quote where it's at, but I could have swore this is not this is not intended to be an ex- uh, well. It was it's originally going to be PC only. That was it yeah. first. It was originally going to be PC because Sean Murray, who's the 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 creative designer the you know, the the uh the director of this game uh from Hello Games they're a, a studio of 10 people yeah. very independent this is what blew everyone away was this was made by a studio of 10 people uh the scope of this game that's what the big thing about this is is it, you'll go you'll play this game forever essentially yeah. like they said to be able to get through all the worlds like, it'd be like 37,000 years or something like yeah. that to, to be able to see everything and it's procedurally generated but even Sean Murray, the guy, the, the whole idea is, is it's like a, it's like the Star Trek game we've never got. Yeah. Like it's space exploration at its finest, and that's what intrigues me. Is I feel like I can get lost in this game, sitting here with like a music on and just going through and like exploring and looking, and you can side with people and get combat. Like you don't I actually, I like the idea of it's is like you don't really know a lot about the game still, yeah. and this has been in production for a couple of years. And it looks gorgeous. I love the colors, the color palettes. It's bright and colorful, and and it doesn't look like anything else. You know, we talked about that earlier. Like, so all everything yeah. looks the same. You look at these screens from from uh from No Man's Sky, and it, it baffling. Like, no no one's doing anything like this right now. It looks it looks it kind of reminds me of Wing Commander a little bit. If I have yeah, to go back, that's ex- you really get out of my head. <laughs> yeah, I literally was like, this is like Wing Commander for people twenty years later. Yeah, it's, it's it, exactly it, how it feels. It it looks great. I'm I'm excited about it. Uh, I want to see more about it. I just want to. He said it's coming out soon. I have no idea what that means. So I hate the I hate that they even give the clip about thirty seven thousand the the yeah. whole depth because yeah. Not to poo-poo on Destiny. We got, yeah. We're got 10 years of Destiny, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the game plan. You guys are Destiny fans, and it's collecting dust right now. Yeah. And that was the other thing, and we'll just hit on that for two quick seconds because they did uh, announce the expansion. Like, I've been looking high and low to read about the expansion. You can get on disc, and it's going to be like 50 bucks, and you get the Destiny and the two expansion packs. I'm like, great. I've got all three of those things. What if I just want the the Tale of the King or whatever the hell it's called. I can't find anywhere where you can just get it by itself. So I'm like, basically, you're going to make me rebuy all the stuff I already paid for? Like, it's, I mean, knowing Destiny, it's probably already on your disc. Probably. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I might get back into it. My thing is, and I told a couple of our friends this, I said, here's the thing. Even if I had to rebuy everything I got and buy a new disc with this new Destiny game on it for 50 bucks, okay, as long as when I got it day one, I dropped it in, 
there was a level to level 40 or whatever. So I could make a character brand new, boop, automatically level them to whatever the new beginner level is yeah. of the game. You know what I mean? Because it's been a hot minute since i played Destiny. My character's at 26. A lot of the people I know are like... 34, 34s and yep. stuff. Now, I don't... Because they want, played through all the DLC. Yeah, they, they and I want them to be ahead of me. I don't want to be ahead of them. But right. drop, jump me up to 30 or 32, so I'm not like... So far behind him, it's ridiculous. But, but this Destiny, but but Bungie wants you to go play through all the DLC. That's nah. the whole point. They I, want you to put the money into it. So because yeah. people paid money, they it's not pay to win here. They nah. they want you to put money and time into the game and to be able. If you have a level cap to get to a certain DLC, then that's you need to work t- towards it. It, it. I think how they handle this is going to be huge in the success of the whole decade of gaming. Yeah, true. So anyone's played World of Warcraft when. Warlords of Drainer dropped out. Yeah. You got a ninety boost. Yeah, see, and free. that's what I was saying. Yeah, to me to do that though, Kyle. Yeah. a year into it. Yeah, is too soon. Oh, okay. I mean, wow, got a ninety boost because now you're going to a level hundred. Oh yeah, and it's also eight years later. Oh okay. So so now I, that I makes more sense. Point, okay, but I see if you're in year six. Yeah, you do this to attract the people who are now like I don't want to grind from one to whatever the yeah. level is. Yeah. You know, sixty or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna take forever. Yeah, and it's. I think this is DLC. I yeah. mean, this is something you're gonna yeah. be able to go to the PlayStation Store to hit go, and yeah. I don't think that the price tag is gonna be happy. Yeah. Um, this is called the Taken King, by the way. That's the Taken King, and it's I'm coming sorry, out guys. September fifteenth. Yeah, yeah so. and I mean, I'm excited about it, but it's it's been collecting dust. I I'd like to get the Taken King, but it's like. Look, I won't even grind just to get to the highest level of the cuz I bought the leg, the limited edition and I got both the expansion packs. I haven't played either. So it's like I could go in there grind, play some more, but it's like fuck why? Like I've got other shit to do. Like and that's part of the reason why I said you need the jump me up the levels cuz if you would jump me up the levels so I can play and be just a couple levels behind everybody else, I would pay the 40-50 bucks and play it and do it, but I'm not going to sit there and grind for 40 hours or whatever. But you can't – but this isn't – no, but because the way Destiny does their their upgrading system, yeah. it's not as simple of just playing a couple levels and then getting up. You actually yeah. – the whole light system makes things, you know, yeah, a little bit more different. You got to armor. Yeah, you it's a whole guns, drop loot system. So it is – I think they're going to take problem. an MMO. Because yeah. in essence, it is an MMO. I right. think they're going to take the MMO approach of – this expansion will negate the gear of the previous stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever there's a new expansion, and so, WoW is the worst about it. Yeah. I was in a high-level raiding guild. I had the best gear in the game. Yeah. I get an expansion, and the first quest I do yeah. makes me get rid of that gear. This is yeah. the first quest anybody can do. I have a feeling Destiny's going to take that page because, yeah. again, you don't want new gamers to feel like they have to – You know, it's not a grind per se, but yeah. that's a lot of work, and you don't want people when you're – shoes so that's the happy medium is the new gear that drops yeah closes the gap between the 20s yeah and the 40s or whatever we're going to yeah and i think that's what i want and i don't know there's a good chance i'll give it a try but it's just the holiday seasons packed with stuff i don't know what i'm going to do about that rock band three and that's a big purchase so we never know so what's coming else up on uh, sony's docket yeah, so they—it's weird what what Sony did, um, and this isn't uh, this is a Square Enix thing, but they 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 show this like really weird cutesy kind of like uh, Final Fantasy game, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is all right. It's called World of Final Fantasy. It kind of reminds me of the Crystal uh, Chronicles or whatever yep, it's called. Yep, yep. yep. 
Uh, and I'm a big, big uh, like Nate. I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. Uh, I love Final Fantasy games. Um, not, not all of them are perfect, um, but there, there's definitely some ones that I like the, the originals and stuff like that. What I call the classics, um, one through six or whatever, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, great, and then it kind of drops off after that. This is my my personal opinion. I'm with you. Uh, cool. <laughs> uh, they they show that, and all of a sudden, I'm like hearing the music from Advent Children. Because see, and that's how geeky I am. I knew, and I knew Nate did too. But most people are like, "What is this?" And I'm like, I knew immediately this was Final Fantasy VII Remaster. But I still doubted myself because I was like, I know this music because I know the score so well from the Advent Children movie. And I'm like, like he, I mean, I was listening. I was like, "Oh my god, this is the Advent Children music." I'm hyping. I'm a sitting there like like on my seat like. Oh god, they're not really gonna announce this because they they did the biggest troll of ever last year with that port or whatever the PC port. I'm sitting here like, and they keep showing like, oh my god, this 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 looks, oh my god, is that wait no 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 that's not that's not it that's not the live stream no that's not it. I'm sitting there and I'm like, and I still hear the music. I'm doubting myself, and and then all of a sudden you start you see a guy with the like like a silhouette of a guy with the with the machine gun arm I'm like. No, no, this isn't it. And then, and then, of course, you see Cloud. Like, it's obviously Cloud, and he has his Buster Sword behind it. And I, I literally scream out loud. I'm like, they did it! They did it! And my wife's like, shh, shh, you're going to wake the kids up. You're going to wake the kids up. And I, I didn't know what to think at first because I was like, I, I don't, I don't, it does not compute. Because we've been asking for this for years because that tech demo that, that they did on um, in 2006 PS3. for the PS3 of, like, what the future of gaming can be on the PS3. And people have been wanting it. And then obviously Advent Children came out, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, we need a game that's the Advent Children art style and that, and put it in the game." And we've been asking. It's almost like the same, the Last Guardian effect. Like, yeah. You know, what was your thoughts when you saw it coming up? So this was a social media expl- nuclear it, bomb. Yeah, the fail right. whale came up on Twitter. Like if t- Twitter actually stopped for a little while. Yeah. So. Um. It. I'm surprised at my own reaction because. Final Fantasy VII is a great Final Fantasy, right? It's, yeah, it's great, but it's not the best. The it's best great. meme I saw it was today said for everyone who said Final Fantasy VII was the best remake, they never played the first six, right? That was the whole thing. Is if, you, if Final Fantasy is the best, you never played the first six. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, they have to. It. They need to. I'm not sure I would get this even console. Throw the console out of the window. Even with the epic thing, that's a long game to replay. This is coming out for both systems, by the way. Oh, oh it is confirmed. It's okay. coming out for Xbox One as well. It's a lot of replay. Pretty well, not really. I, I I have some updates on this actually. I I read some articles today um, from the designer. He said it's not going to be a one for one port. Uh, he's going to take a, a lots of the, you know, everything, you know, a lot of the story stuff, even a cross dressing cloud spoilers. Uh, that stuff will be in there, but like they're gonna take things that were kind of fluff filler that a lot of the fans were on big on. They're gonna take some of that stuff out and they're gonna streamline it a little more. But it is gonna be it's not gonna be one for one, shot for shot yeah. like the you know the original. But it is gonna be you know all the same elements and story and all that was to be in there. But it'll be with the updated visual, uh, not even updated visual. They're making this from the ground up. Yeah. So that's the thing that you need to differentiate between a remaster. This isn't just Throwing on it's HD it's textures remake, yeah. or, or running it through a upscale converter, they're actually making this from the ground up. So it's going to take. I mean, I'm saying this game probably won't be out for three years. Like they just started on this because you know why I know this? It's because last year, right, Nate and Deuce, mm-hmm. they threw the whole oh, they throw the. It's coming back, Final Fantasy VII. I did the same thing. I go, holy shit! I stand up. PC port. 
I'll go. Wah, wah. What? You were a bitch. Yeah. It's what? Exactly. What? And it was the biggest troll. Like they they won the troll of the year award last year uh, with that. But I'm I'm excited about this, and also it gives another. I mean, obviously. I think Sony worded it better than Microsoft did. They say play it first on PS4. Yeah. Microsoft goes timed holiday exclusive, what, and that is confusing when you say yeah. exclusive. You know what I mean? But I think play it first. It goes, duh, this is coming out for another system, other platforms. We're gonna get it, but but I like it's better for me. I'm like, it just makes more sense play it first here, and they said play it first on PS4. Which a having a game come out first on a system is a big deal, like yeah. the Tomb Raider. Um, so it, it is gonna a lot of people are gonna buy it for that system or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm 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 just excited the fact that we're getting it because I mean I don't know if you've gone back and played the seven recently. It does not hold up very well. Not at all. So well, it's mostly the, the polygon. Yeah, I mean the story's fine and the playing's it, fine. It just hit me why I won't get this game. Okay. It was the first game that ever gave me res- emotional response. Right. So she's kneeling. We all know the scene. Oh God! She's You're gonna get me all emotional here. And the flowers. There's the the light. Oh yeah, Deuce hasn't played, so he's gonna have to. Uh, yeah. It's been too long for you I to know. not know. I know. Yeah. And you see Sephiroth come. Sephiroth. <laughs> and the sword goes through. Oh. Nobody expected it. This is nope. kind of before the. I almost say it's before the internet. It was before social media, so nobody knew. And I dropped my controller and rolled a tear. And was like, this isn't how video games are supposed to work. Nope. They no one died. What nope. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and okay, Ky- good, Kyle's just... plugging his ears. I won't get that feeling again. No, it won't hit you I'll the same know way. it's coming. Right. And I won't get the attachment to the character like you do. Because, again, to me, it's it's if you look at all the, the top ten moments in gaming, that scene makes every list. Right. And that's what ma- – I think – but not for you, but but I mean, I'm talking about you wouldn't buy it, but I think it's smart that they are making it. Are they the See, I, I, is there enough younger? Fa- I mean, I'm just too scared that they they put too much money on nostalgia and everybody freaked out about it. All my friends were like, "Yay!" I think a lot of us are gonna start playing, get 20 hours in, and go. There's not enough new or yeah, but you bought it. They got your money. I mean, you've got to look at it that way. How many copies? Does it yeah, but, so? but like I said, they're 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 literally creating this from the ground up. So it's not like if they're they're remastering and doing textures and all that. They're literally going, "Hey, we're starting from scratch. This game will be out for three more years. I mean, this isn't something come out next year. This is something Sony essentially Sony Sony essentially. This is just uh, conjecture here. They essentially saw last year with a PC port. They go, "Holy shit, we." We better do something. We screwed we, the, we pooch. Screwed the yeah. pooch. Like I, I feel like this is a direct response to what happened last year, and they're like, "All right, let's let's work on it for let, these next couple months. Let's work on throwing together a, a really tra- good trailer, a really good trailer using our assets from Advent Children, and let's throw it through there, and let's work on that." And I thought it was a good trailer. I thought I like it gives you the aesthetics, but I do agree with you. It's hitting nostalgia because if you've never played this. A, it's just a, a Final Fantasy game, so it might hit people, an audience that never had a PS1. So I, I think it's going to sell really well because it's hardcore Final Fantasy VII. Because I agree with Nate, it's not the best Final Fantasy, right. but I do like it. I appreciate it. You well, know, I wanted to throw this question out there for you real quick because sure. the boat I'm in, never played it, want to play it. Should I a wait for this new remake, play that, or? When the port drops. Because they are. That's something yeah. they did. That was we were curious about. Yeah. Like, are they still doing the PC port? And they are. And they are. They're still doing the PC should port. Should I get Which the I P- think is kind of weird. Yeah. I feel like you should just nix the PC port altogether. 
Well, I think it's probably because they were so far along in the PC they port. Were, they were. They like, were. Fuck it. Let's it just go ahead and finish it. From a developer standpoint, is the PC port the stepping stone to make it for Xbox? Oh, no. It'll come out for Xbox. No, no, no. From a developer standpoint, was the coding needed to port it to Oh, true. I see what PC, you mean. I see what you mean. The foundation they need for to. the coding that makes to sense. get it to Xbox. They, that, that makes, makes, that makes, that that makes that a good point. That was a question I had. That makes a good point, actually. Yeah. That makes more sense. Uh, to answer your question... Yeah. <laughs> It's tough because I own I own the, the yeah. original, obviously Black yeah. Label, the original yeah. on on PS One. Uh, you can find it in other ways, um, yeah. you know, whatever way you want. But like, it it doesn't look as good as you remember it, and you've never played yeah. it, so yeah. you might go back and be like, "Oh, this looks awful from yeah. a, from a visual standpoint." I'm thinking I would just, if I were you, I would just hold off for the new one. That's kind of what I'm thinking because because it's going to look really says good. It's really really fucking long. Final Fantasy. Oh VII. yeah, it was oh, three yeah. discs for a reason. So it was one yeah. of the first games to do the three discs. I mean, it was yeah. like it may be the first game I hit three digit hours. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. yeah, easily. Like there was a lot of depth in this game, and it's a good game. Yeah. I mean, I, there's a reason why there's a fan following for it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I, I would wait for you if yeah. you were do if I were you do so I would wait because if you go back now and play the PS One, I'll enjoy it still. People have but I don't have it. that nostalgia. But you don't have the nostalgia. Helping, no, so, but yeah. the the pixel art, well, the the blocky polygonal yeah. art will make you go ooh. Though the the scene that he clogged his ears for, you know, honestly, I'm gonna wait till YouTube has it and I'll watch that scene. He may appreciate the scene a little more. Right. We'll we'll see yeah. what happens, yeah. Nate. Yeah. When he gets closer to the release, it's still like three years out. They yeah. said essentially it's gonna be three years before it comes out because I mean, they're literally starting from the ground up for this. So we'll see what happens in three yeah. years. That, I'm gonna hold hold on. It, I mean, I, I'm probably gonna buy it anyways, just from a collector standpoint. But I, I'll, I'll check it out and see. That's an eternity away, though. Yeah, it's three years away. You know what I mean? Like the, we'll see what happens. It, it becomes the it comes the next the last guardian Story, again yeah. again. The, the, the <laughs> second it gets delayed, it's it's gonna right. be, oh my god, it's not coming out. Uh, and you know, I felt like Sony did a. Uh, it was kind of like a theme for for this conference, Revival Night. Uh, Shinmu Three, which I'm going to be straight up honest, I didn't own a Dreamcast, so I have only know of Shinmu. I don't. I've never played it. I don't have that history. So I'm kind of like looking at it like, all right, I re- I know people out there like this series, and they were very sad that it, you know, essentially Shinmu Two, eighty million dollars, how much it cost to make it? Actually, just it really just bankrolled. I mean, it, bankrupt, like, bankrupted, yeah. bankrolled, bankrupted uh, uh, Sega. Because I mean, that was the yeah. most expensive to, to, the, to at that point. It was the most expensive game ever made, and and they didn't get any. They didn't recoup that money right. that they put into it. So it was a. I would call it a flop because it was a, a cult classic, from from what I'm reading and and, and hearing from other people. But like, I, I don't have any. See, I'm like the polar. I'm like with Deuce yeah. with this. You know, like Deuce's perspective. Uh, on Final Fantasy, I'm yeah. the way with this because I don't have any following of this game, and I thought it was really weird how how it got, you know, put on. It was kickstarted. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm mad about this. So I had the Dreamcast. Oh, you did. Okay, I, I did bought too. this game for the sole purpose of this is the most expensive game ever created. It was okay. I can see why they make it. It was good. Back. I mean, it was you enjoyed it. it. A seven. You enjoyed it though. Yeah. yeah, I'm not mad. I spent money, but I understand. But it was kind of like the first Grand Theft Auto in a way because it was open world. You could kind of go do whatever. Yeah, you definitely wanted. sandbox style feels to yeah. it. Why I'm mad is if Sony thought this game was good, why didn't they front the money? Well, I I have uh, some inside information so on this. To me, it's a scam because they threw it to Kickstarter, knowing that E3 on Kickstarter in less than 24 hours they hit goal. Yeah, it's the fastest to ever make this much money on Kickstarter. Yeah. It, it's 
to me it was a it, it's making me mad because Sony there was plenty of money for a developer just to do it instead of getting us to fund the game that we're then gonna have to pay for. Well, it's not. Here, here's my point on that. I'll play devil's advocate, and not trying to sound like a Sony fanboy here, because I don't have any attachment to this game at all, because I don't, I never played it. I Kickstarter. A lot of times, Kickstarter money isn't to fund the game; it's to show interest in the game. Like how right. much? Like it, are people still cared about this franchise? For example, um, Igarashi uh, son, who the, the guy who did Symphony of the Night, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, he came out with an, uh, a Kickstarter called Bloodstain. It's his kind of like uh, spiritual successor to Castlevania games, right. and he said straight up, "This this Kickstarter money, he made like two million dollars, whatever, one, big, big success. Uh, can't wait for the game." Um, he said that this isn't to fund my game. This is to sh- this is to show interest and for marketing and PR because you you got to advertise the hell out of games because well, a lot of a lot of the budget financial backers. Right. It's like, look, if I could so get this many people, if to Sony raise goes, "Hey, money. if you get this Kickstarter and people," because think about it. You have a lot of franchises. For example, there's a huge Legacy of Kane. For example, um, there's there's actually a cult following for those games. But if they kickstarted that on E3, they probably won't hit their Kickstarter. There has to be enough of the, the, the even if it was broadcasted on E3, you can't guarantee that it's going to yeah. be kickstarted. I don't. I think it's Sony needed to see if there was still an interest in this because there was no guarantee that they had to fund it. I feel like, and a lot of places are doing this. Even even. Um, I don't know Steam and all that. There, there, tr- a lot of a lot of the uh, early beta, not early beta. What is it called? Steam early access. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of companies are doing that as well. So it's kind of like let's see if there's an interest in this first before we really put the full hundred percent into it. And it's also kind of the same thing that happened with uh, Yacht Club Games. The people that made Shovel Knight, they were kickstarted first. No one was giving them a chance, and all of a sudden it was like Sony, uh, not Sony, but Nintendo was the only one that was giving them the chance. The light of day, they're like, "Hey, if you can get this kickstarted, then you can have it on our our platform." And all the, and then all of a sudden, Shovel Knight was selling like gangbusters on Steam and 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 on the Wii U, and then and then uh, that's when the exclusivity deals happened with Battletoads for for Xbox One and uh, Kratos for the PS4. So I I actually give that that's an example I give for why Kickstarter. You don't know how it's gonna go. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. some Kickstarters go up and they're like, no one gives a shit about this. No, why? Like Pillars of Eternity is another thing I also throw as well. Pillars of Eternity is a game that what forty thousand backers. Which if you think about it from a the world that we live in, there's seven point six billion people in the. That's not that's not even one percent of people on the earth. Yeah. But from a gaming standpoint, since gaming's more niche. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going a long rounded winded thing about this, but this is kind of the way I look at Kickstarter. It's like it shows interest, like if people are interested in this or not, and if they're going to fund it. Now, some people s- use that money to fund games, but I don't know if Sony was like, hey, if you can get this funded, then we'll we'll help the other half or whatever, yeah. front up the other cost. Like, I don't know. That's just the way I'm D- looking at it. My, my, here's my issue. Two, t- t- two points to what you just said. Did that make sense? I don't know. It did. Sorry. The Shovel Knights thing. Nintendo said, if you're successful, we'll support you. That's what if you if you're successful at Kickstarter, that so they're not doing anything for them. They said if if you earn it on your own merits, we'll help you. So, and then the second point, it's I'm trying to figure out how to, to to word it properly. They're I had a whole thought. And Sorry, I'm I'm I'm, just, I'm I don't think I did a good enough job of eloquently stating about it, but I was trying to make sense at the same time. I don't know is the the factor throwing the Kickstarter. Oh, my point. Sorry. Now it just hit me. There you go. I could have had, okay, the potato salad thing on Kickstarter. We all heard about that. Yeah. It made a crap load of money because it got PR. The f- you could have announced P- 
Miss Pac-Man Reborn 8-bit on Kickstarter at E3, it would have hit goal. Be- I guarantee you of all the people that supported that game on Kickstarter, the, the Shinu, a tenth of them actually played it or knew what it was. It was all hype and the Kickstarter page did the rest. So to, that's why they used, the, they used the greatest stage of video games in the entire world, E3, to pimp something, and they could have pimped anything. It would have been successful. So I understand your point, but, again, you could have – the GOAT simulator could have been kickstarted E3, and it would have hit a million dollars. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know simulator. about that. It's because it's E3. People <laughs> I think there's a fan base for Shinmu. I think, I think that there's, there's a hardcore okay, simulator. The, no, but like, <laughs> there's not enough. But the there's budget not a big too. Enough one or because Dreamcast would still be around. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If there was that, you know, there there wasn't enough fan support. And there's of all the people who kickstarted again, I, I'm conservative or an aggressive ten percent are people who actually played the first. I, I I hate that they did this. Okay, now move along. I guess not. Not second retort on that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know if I eloquently uh, stated my reasons, but I, I agree with Nate that you know probably what probably wasn't the proper There's way. There's better indie studios who could have got the money. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, we won't go too much longer on Sony. Uh, the, obviously, the the last thing I want to talk about is Uncharted uh, for yeah. uh, Thief's End, uh, which looks, looks even better than last year at PlayStation Experience when they showed it. With um, they've done a lot of work since then. It looks really good. And that you expect quality out of uh, Naughty Dog games, you know. Oh, Naughty yeah. Dog makes quality games. Everyone's been better looking than one before, yeah. which is already amazing. Yeah, yeah, I know, and that's the thing is like you go. It's kind of funny. You, you, I I kind of go into the Uncharted games. You get eight to what twelve hours of just nonstop fun action. It's like playing an action movie, you know, and you're playing it and having a good time, and it's not deep and thought provoking. You're not. It's just. It's fun, not going to change yeah. your life playing these games, but there's so much fun. They're action. You know, Drake's a mass murderer if you look at it from how many people he's killed in these games. <laughs> but uh, so was Indiana Jones. <laughs> that was a good. Re- that. that was a good Reddit theme when they had yeah, the whole. Yeah. If, if you really look at Nathan Drake, is he a, is he a hero? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, the, it, it looks great, and I, I love kind of the more open world look it has. Like, I know it's still linear, but it kind of the whole demo they're taking the the jeep humvee or whatever around and like there's different paths you could go and like i'm curious to see what happened if you go in different directions and there was a lot of like the crowd looked amazing when nate and Soli were walking through the crowd how diverse and it looked awesome oh you got to see the the gif kataka put up like they had a, a video footage gif of the mud and it shows him like getting on the back of this jeep and they're going over this mud and you see the mud flying up and like hitting him and like it changes like between because of the air, it changes the way it's going, and like you can see the treads like from the different trucks in the mud. Like yeah. it was phenomenal, and I'm like, dude, is this I'm getting ga- excited about fucking mud? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this it, it's a shoe, and I mean, this game there's a huge fan base oh, uh, yeah. for this game. It, it's a day one purchase for me, yeah. no doubt. And the You're Uncharted not, collection, I bet it's gonna sell. Well, well I think Christmas. that's great. October yeah. 9th, I think it's great. It gives you time because this game did get delayed till next year. Yeah. Another game, holiday or 2016. Well, I, I gotta say this. I think at E3 we saw a lot of people embracing the summer release date, and that's what I saw with this. Sony's like, look, there's gonna be a shit. Yeah, this ton will of be out during the summer. Out. Yeah, yeah, we'll drop it June, July when there's not as much competition, and we'll sell a shit ton. Do that. Plus, look, it's a well. Drought there's right people now. I know. I know a lot of people that bought PS4s just for Uncharted, like Ooh. ahead of time. Oh, yeah. You know, um, it is the game that you want to play for that system. You know, it's it's their mascot, if you will. Yeah, they're it's right. Their, their master chief. Their, main, or their Mario. Exactly. If you will. That's a great way to to point. 
uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't. It's going to sell units. It's going to move units. Uh, it looks great. I, I expect nothing but like nines and tens out of it when I see reviews. It, it looks great. It'll be fun. It's one of those games you, you know it's going to be good. Right? There's sometimes you, you buy games you're like I know this is going to be good. And you and have you, to attempt to screw it up. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's one of those things. And uh, overall, I like Sony's conference as well. Um, yeah, it's good. And uh, we're going to take a small break, and when we get back, we'll talk about Nintendo. Our giant deuce, and of course we're gonna get into the Nintendo talk. And but, 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 but wait, what's up? We, f- we forgot something. We talked. We talked about Square Enix, and we forgot about maybe my favorite announcement of the whole E3. Go ahead. What, what was your favorite announcement? Kingdom Hearts Three. Kingdom Hearts Three. That's right. We, that's been in the it's works. It's been literally teased forever. It's the yeah. Square Enix Duke Nukem Last Guardian. <laughs> uh, my biggest question: so they they gave us they didn't give us a lot. They gave us a, it's coming. Yeah. Your, your hopes a and dreams and wishes. A little bit of gameplay, a little bit of Kingdom Hearts video. 2 is maybe my top three favorite game of all time. Wow. Minor spoiler, Goofy showed up, and I threw my controller down and screamed with joy. If you've ever played the game, you know what I'm talking about. I was like, yes, yes, yes. So my biggest question is, could we get... Final Fantasy characters with, right, you get the main guy, Mickey Mouse, with a Jedi and Captain America. Oh, wow, you mean because of the whole... Yeah, because uh, of what Disney's yeah. acquired, so, right? So, anyone doesn't know, Kingdom Hearts is, take all the Square Enix Final Fantasy stuff, yeah. mix it with Disney. Normally, yeah. for adults, you're like, eh, yeah. no, they do it well. Yeah. And now, Disney's picked up Marvel, they've picked up Star Wars and since the last one came out, so do we get some crazy epic geek <sighs> mode do you want that i guess that's yes. my question is okay i, I was gonna say to answer before question, you finish the say, answer <laughs> i'm gonna say no just because i'm sure they've been working on this so long because think about it disney's only had the star wars rights what like two years now marvel yeah. might be a little bit because they've had marvel for a hot minute so that might be easier but like they've only had star wars for like two years unless they throw it in like oh by the way last level of jedi shows up or you could easily make that DLC. I mean, oh, but yeah, they've opened it. up the catalog to where before you had Disney, you had Mickey, Donald, Goofy, yeah. and a couple here and there. But they then you focused on the Final Fantasy yeah. stuff, right? And I am I'm excited for the new catalog that Disney has on top of the epic gameplay. I mean, at that those are some of the best games ever. Well, let me throw this out here as a guy that's never played uh, part one or part two of King Hearts. Will I be able to jump into part three of Kingdom Hearts, or is it? Like, it depends no. what the story's about. Yeah, I played two without ever playing one. Okay, and I wasn't very lost. Okay. I literally went online and, and googled like, pulled two a little things or and was like, "Okay, that's what that is," and I'm good. Yeah, it, three. It's it's been an awfully long time to make you have to have played the first two without them doing yeah. some shenanigans of and plus an Uncharted or yeah. a you know Ultra Collection. Yeah. So I I don't. You should be able to jump in. Well, that'll be cool. 
The other thing, just to since we're speaking on Square Enix, before we bounce over to Nintendo, I gotta say the new uh, Dusex. Am I saying it right? Yeah, Dusex game looks awesome. Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Deus, Deus, Deus Ex. Is that yeah. how I pronounce it? Yeah. Okay, Deus Ex. Because really it's because you want your name in there, Dusex. Uh, oh, Dusex. It's Exodus <laughs> with the syllables rearranged. Okay. Yeah, Deus yeah, Deus, Deus Ex. How, yeah. However you pronounce it. Because Human Revolution really was good. was a pretty big hit for yeah, the for the PS. I loved it for the PS3 the, and 360. Yeah. So, uh, it sold pretty well. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty good fan base for those games. I've only played Human Revolution, which I liked. I liked the, it a lot. Yeah, it was fun. Um, we'll see what that goes. Also, one last thing on on Square Enix. Uh, I wait. What game are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'll, I'll just never mind. <coughs> but yeah, that'll be fun to check that out. So I'm looking forward to that one. So. This this Christmas season, there's going to be a lot of games. There's going to be some tough choices. We actually might need, when it gets a little closer, do an episode with the three of us called "What Makes a Cut," and do an episode <laughs> of like, okay, you've got a you've got two hundred bucks. What what are the games that make the cut? I'm thinking right now. I'm praying for yeah. a Best Buy buy two get one free. Dude, <laughs> I'm in trouble. In Target, yeah, I've been doing it every year. That's what I'm banking on, pretty much. Um, okay, so we are going to talk about Nintendo, and. Um, I'm the only one at this table that owns a Wii U um, and a 3DS, correct? Uh, the wife has one. Okay. I don't. Okay. Well, so still, I'm the only one. At, I'm the only one at this table. So. Yeah, I'm the only one at this table that's actively playing Nintendo's uh, consoles. Um, and I, I love my consoles. I play my 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 3DS is great. I love my Wii U. I play it every day. I, it's funny how Nintendo, they're doing these directs now, digital directs, which I kind of like. I prefer them because, A, you don't have to worry about live, any issues, technical issues and all that, as well as you can throw in these cool little things that Nintendo likes to do in their yeah. directs. Uh, like last year, they had like the robot chicken uh, clay oh, yeah. stop motion stuff, which was funny. And then this year, this year they did the, the Muppets. The Muppets <laughs> and they started off, because Zelda wah, wah, got delayed to next year. Um, which we'll throw our theory. We'll throw our theory at the later. end on that. Uh, they announced the Star Fox game. Which is the only thing that could have saved that delayed announcement on Zelda is to bring out their other top five yeah. IP. Well, I, I argue, I actually argue that. Um, I, I see where you're coming from because, um, you know, the three of us, you know, we're old school gamers, so we have a history of Star Fox uh, on Super Nintendo. But I don't, I, I if you want to be honest, the last good Star Fox game was on 64. Yeah. And that was, that was, Years ago, yeah. like I'm talking about, like that there hasn't been that is school, the yeah. Best one, I think. Yeah, no, well, I mean, the last good one. I mean, the Super Nintendo one was obviously amazing, but like the last good one was on 64. So Star Fox really hasn't been batting a thousand. Yeah, because there was like Star Fox Adventures and Assault. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah the, uh, don't give us ground game, please. I don't want. I don't want any animals on the ground. But what we saw looked really good. I mean, yeah. there was. You got your. Uh, the ship looks amazing. Yeah. So I mean, it, it looks it. I mean, it looks awesome. The it, they kept the style, yeah, yeah. and what I loved was, it's called Star Fox Zero. It's coming out, actually coming out this year, which yep. is great. Um, Christmas, right? Yep. And uh, what I love about it is, their Star Fox Two never made stateside. Star no. Fox Two was a sequel to the you know the Super Nintendo game using the uh, FX chip. FX chip, thank you. Uh, and we never saw it stateside, and never got a port, never got never got a localization or anything like that. So he, Miyamoto was like, hey, we're going to take all of our stuff from Star Fox 2, level designs and all that stuff yeah. and story, we're going to throw that in this game as well. And that's why they're calling it Zero because yeah. it's not really a prequel, not really a sequel. Yeah. I like that. And the fact that they're going to 
the, the only downside I had to Star Fox games is you can beat it in 30 minutes, the whole yeah. campaign. So it's like they need to have a game that's you know more in depth, yeah. you know, longer and whatnot. But uh, I what I saw from it, it looks amazing. It looked graphically, it looks fantastic. It looks like the, the old, it looks like Star Fox 64, which yeah. I love, you know. And uh, so I'm excited for it to see what they do, you know, with the future of that property. But yeah, you're right, Nate. I feel like because Zelda was gone, they had to have another, you know, recognizable they have IP. On deck. Yeah. I just I hate the fact that tennis games and paper jam <laughs> is only going to carry so far. That's true. It's true. Uh, and th- and obviously this is the 30th anniversary of Mario. So if you've not, if you have no idea what Super Mario Maker is, uh, you've been living under a rock. I'll tell you, Super Mario Maker is coming out September 11th, uh, 2015. And the is essentially the game that people have been hacking for years uh, on emulators. Yeah. Um, you can people were making their own Mario levels forever, but not to this detail. N- you never had the assets, you know, no. really to. And now Nintendo goes, "Hey, this is a playground for you. You can create using, you can create a Mario game, right? Mario level, and you can take assets from Super Mario Super Mario Bros. One, Three. Uh, uh, Super Mario World, and then the new Super Mario engine, and you can take creatures and things. It, it, I I can't explain it. I'm never. I'm not going to explain it eloquently enough for you to understand how amazing it is. So go check out the Nintendo World Championships that just happened this year. Yep. Check it out around the three hour thirty minute mark. You will see an amazing. They Miyamoto actually created levels for this, and people had no idea because they never played Mario Maker before. They had to try to beat the levels at the quickest time. And it's insane. Like, there's creatures in in these games, like that happen from like Super Mario Brothers three, and like there's a, there's a Bowser ship, and you're going in, and you're inside one of the Bowser's Bowser's little balloon things, and you're going up, and then all of a sudden you see these huge Goombas, like gigantic Goombas. Yeah. You got to figure a way to get around them. So it's kind of like a, it's really cool, like a strategy, like a puzzle yeah. solving game. It's it really adds a lot of layers it, to Mario. You it's never pretty thought was amazing. There. I, there's a whole series of Mario games of the hardest game ever played. That it's Mario, right? Ripped off Mario, but then they made these insane, crazy levels, and people play the. There's, there's entire Twitch streams there is. to people playing the hardest game ever. It's, it's a Mario ripoff. Right. So they were. They they capitalized on something. They're like, oh, we should just do Smart. this legit then. And they're giving you all the assets, which is uh, yeah. which is amazing. Like I, I'm just blown away. So that's my that's one of my favorite games that I'm looking most forward to this year. Besides Star Fox, I know that um, Super Mario Maker is going to be. And they call it Super Mario Maker now. It's just Mario Maker, but it's the 30th anniversary of Mario. So you know all this uh, nostalgia, you know, fans there should definitely check that out. So I was very excited to see see that. But overall, the Nintendo's conference is a little underwhelming. Yeah, um, they threw a lot, and, and see, and that's why I felt bad about Nintendo because you got to look like with Sony, even though they do have a handheld, and with Microsoft, it seems like they only focused on the console, just the regular console. Nintendo's got to do the job of showing what's on the console and what's on the handheld because it's very difficult. they make so much money off their handheld, probably as much as they do the Wii U. So you kind of got to make sure that everybody's happy. And that was the problem. It's like, you know, you got to make sure everybody has got, you know, everybody gets their time to shine. Well, they sold uh, 10 million Amiibos in the United States alone. So wow. they have a, they have a hit on their hands. It's not a video game. It's no. it's the if you go to my house, uh, you'll see uh, 20 of them or yeah. whatever. It's an insane amount of them. Uh, not all of them, of course, but a good amount of them. Uh, and I love them. And I'm a collector. And, and Nintendo, I've been collecting Nintendo stuff for, for since I was a kid. And it's just another thing, the collector gene. Either you had the collector gene or you don't. There's no in-between. Yeah. And uh, I have the, unfortunate, I have the collector gene. 
and uh, it, I have to pick and choose what I get. Is there an Animal Crossing amiibo thing? Oh, there's like Animal Crossing stuff them, as well. Yeah. But yeah. one of the big things is the the Skylanders uh, superchargers, where they're actually uh, Nintendo's going to be bringing in uh, Nintendo characters. Like there's a Donkey Kong, and there's going to be uh, Bowser, which I think is really smart. Imagine yeah. if you could take your pre-existing Amiibo and play them in the Skylanders. Skylanders. You're gonna yeah. take all these people that have Amiibo that have never played Skylanders, yeah. and they're gonna give, they're gonna try it out. So it's very smart I, cross promotion. I there. think that was smart by Skylanders because I love Skylanders. It's super fun. My nephew has one. I loved playing his. And then something called Disney Infinity came out, and I said I don't ever need to play Skylanders again. So I think yeah. this was their way of going, we got to do something. And I think this was super smart by them. Yeah. I will say this I liked because, I mean, I don't have a Wii U, and I'm not an Amiibo collector. But the new little 8-bit Amiibos, did you see those? Like, they've got the 8-bit Mario. and he Well, yeah, like on blocky. his shirt. Yeah, yeah, it's just like the one and, on his shirt. And it's like a three-dimensional, but it's all blocky. Nice. And yeah, 8-bit. Like, it looks, cool. it looks like, really, really yeah, cool. I might yeah. actually try and buy that one just to put it on my desk at the office because it's just, it's just a cool-looking little statue. The, the one thing about – I have – Nintendo's IP is great, right? You yeah. got Mario. You've got uh, Zelda. Zelda's – the first game I ever really fell in love with. Metroid. Metroid is my... I loved every yeah. Metroid that comes out. The whole Metroid Prime Federation Force. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I, I went, what did you do? It's not... How can it be a Metroid game without Samus? You know? It, it, it's a mission-based co-op game. It, it reminds me of Metroid Prime Hunters that came out on the DS back in the day, but it's like a very cutesy, yeah. kitty version. I hate to say that. I, it's Nintendo, right? Yeah. So we're not yeah. going to get gore. Which no, that's no. that's cool. I'm yeah. great with. But like Metroid Prime was amazing. Like when that oh, first yeah. came out, Hell I was yeah. like, "This I've been waiting for this game. I didn't even realize I was waiting for this game." Oh, yeah, because that's what made you buy. Because I remember me and you went to to fucking Kmart of all places yep. because you went to buy it because you got the bundle with it and the Metroid Prime together. That that's the whole reason I bought the system. Yeah. Was I was like, I have to play this Fantastic game. Fantastic game. And they so. You see, you hear Metroid. You're like, yes, yes, what? Yeah. Oh, like they really. To me, they dropped the ball with the the the, the, the all of their IPs this E3. Yeah. That was the. Well, there's nothing new. I mean, I mean, nothing new that you're excited for because a lot of the stuff you already knew that was coming. Mario Maker and Zelda and Star Fox. Like and you that already Yoshi game too. Yeah, Yoshi, which looks really awesome. I'm yeah. probably gonna get it. Uh, uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, which comes out this year, um, October this year, it looks really good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, it was it felt lackluster because like there was games that let's be honest, like you said, there's IPs that we're familiar with, but the games that they're introducing, like the Metro, uh, was it called Metro? Federation Force? Federation Force is not very appealing to me. Uh, also, another game that they announced was, and I love Zelda, but they they announced a, tri- it's called Triforce, uh, Zelda Triforce coming fall of this year. It's like Four Swords if you remember those games, but it's like with three people. And it's online. And I'm like, eh, you're playing against other people, and you're. I don't. I just yeah. didn't gel with me. And I, I much. They. I love Nintendo had a link between worlds, which is like a, a spiritual successor to uh, Link to the Past. Past. It looked awesome. It was great. It was a fun game. I enjoyed it. I don't. I don't care about the Triforce. I'm not going to buy it. I love Zelda. And I love the IP, but I'm not going to buy it. It's not my Zelda. And same thing with Metroid. This isn't the metric we're looking for. You know. Well, I almost <laughs> felt like. They kind of went and were like, okay, what games do we got in, v- in development that we could slap I, a, a name on? 
Oh, I, that game looks close enough. Let's slap. The I Metroid wholeheartedly agree, dude. Uh, that game yep. looks close enough. Let's slap the Zelda name on it to move some units because we need yep. to move some shit this I, holiday. The Hyrule Warrior Legends. It's like, you know, they, that should have been a quick blurb, and it's just it's yeah. a port to 3ds with right. some you know shenanigans right. added to it. And of course, yeah, no, I agree. And then of course, Fire Emblem Fate, which Fire Emblem does sell really well. They had to spend some time on that. Uh, those Fire Emblem Awakening was fantastic uh, for the. Uh, for the 3ds, yeah. and of course, uh, Yokai Watch. Which uh, let, let me let me preface my comments here. Yokai Watch is huge in Japan. I'm talking about millions and millions and millions of units uh, being sold every game, and it's it's kind of a new thing they're introducing over here. And I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, I don't know what this is. This is very Japanese, very Asian. I don't know how well it's going to hold up here in America." But you look at Pokemon. Pokemon is straight up like if you think of Japanese culture and art and you know, history that Pokemon that's what it is you know and it sold gangbusters here in the United States so is it going to have the same effect did did Pokemon hit at the right time and that's yeah. why Pokemon's popular uh, we'll see with Yokai Watch I mean, it looks good I like the art style yeah. I, I don't know anything about it other than I don't know either you know? but like coming from a non RPG guy looking at it I'm like oh that looks pretty cool and the other thing is watching the Nintendo conference not be an RPG guy I, I was like well if I was a JRPG guy, I'd be super excited because there was like a new Atlas game. There was a couple other Japanese RPGs, and I was like, "Damn! If I was a Japanese RPG fan, it looks like the Wii uses system to have because it looks like it's getting most of these games that are getting imported from Japan over here and put Square on American Enix system." Going to Nintendo, right? Hmm? Was there a Square Enix Nintendo game? I'm looking here. Oh, I don't see anything. I could have swore I saw one. We have Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, that was looking pretty good, and that's, that's for a port from Japan. Over I don't here. see anything in my pictures. Yeah, if there was, it, it was. Oh no, that's not it. That's World of Final Fantasy. That's that's. It was Shin. Oh god. Oh, that's Shin Megami Cross uh, um, Cross Fire Emblem. Um, and that that's that's. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Square Enix. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It. To, to me, this is all this. Is, it's dangerous for Nintendo to bomb the E3 because it's if you if you They've were to hang on right now thread, Nintendo yeah. E3, all you're gonna see is the CEO. He didn't apologize for a bad E3 because he doesn't think there's a bad one because it got ran that he apologized for it, or is everyone bombing them? You're already the third place system because you're losing the hardware war bad, right? And you then have a bomb. You're, then you're gonna bomb an E3. That is the expo. Well, well, yeah. So it's 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 treading on this bad business. Nintendo didn't do, and this is where we're going to get into the NX talk now. Nintendo didn't do a good enough job, in my personal opinion, of giving you a reason why you should buy a Wii U. Nope. If you have not a 3DS, there's some really good games, and 3DS is going to have a long lifespan. They're not going to can't. They're not going to just not do the 3DS anymore. 3DS is, is 50 million have been sold, or 35 million have been sold. So there's a lot been sold of those. So that that's still popular. So they're going to support the 3DS. That's something that sure you have the Paper Mario game, which looks fun. I mean, if you have a 3DS, cool, whatever. Uh, but there's, they didn't give you good enough reason to buy a Wii U this year. Yeah. It, and the fact that they're saying, "Oh, well, the Zelda Wii U is coming out next year." Here, here's my, and this isn't this is just conjecture, but this makes sense here. They said they were going to mention NX, which they did. In the first paragraph of this E3, they go, we have a lot of great things coming in the future. Let's talk about what's coming out now. So NX isn't, I don't think they're even going to show NX till E3 
next year, and then it won't be coming out till 2017. So that's that's logical, right? That makes sense. Yes. So they say, well, if they say, all right, well, Zelda comes out holiday 2016. Let's just say they haven't. I don't think they announced when. Let's say it comes out holiday 2016, and they, at that E3 they announce the NX coming out, and it's come and they need to confirm 100% that the Zelda game is not coming out because we've already seen this happen with Twilight Princess where the the tail end of the cycle of the GameCube it was yep. also on the new system the the Wii so that 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 was a very mixed marketing campaign there from Nintendo it was very confusing uh and also like what do you do like if you already own a Wii U like I do then I'm fine I'm happy I'm going to buy it I'm going to be but I also probably gonna buy if I bought every Nintendo console besides the GameCube. I'm probably gonna buy the the new Wii U system, whatever it's gonna be called. Hopefully not Wii U NX something. The new NX, yeah. yeah, the new NX. I'm gonna buy it. So does that mean I I'm gonna be like getting the weaker version if I buy the Wii U? Of course I am. So it's like of Zelda. So it's like I, if they announce, I want to know 100% is the Zelda game coming out for NX as well. It yeah. seems most likely that it. What a better way to sell an NX system with the new Zelda game? To oh. me, it makes more logical sense. Yep. If you're going to be like, "Hey, this is our new IP or our new game coming out," boom, you need to buy NX because it looks fantastic. It's the better version, you know. Yep. In my opinion, they need to make sure when that NX drops, they have it locked and loaded. Drop the the Legend of Zelda. Drop a new Mario. Drop a new Mario Kart. Have them. Like lock stock, yeah, new Metroid. So when it drops, it's like, oh, by the way, we've got bam, 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 and then okay, now I'll I'll go buy it because I know at launch I've got all four of the big names. Because like, if you do that, so when 360 or Xbox One came out, they had a day one edition Xbox One Uber or Ultimate Pack. Yeah, it was every day one game plus the day one you got. It was nine hundred bucks or something, but you got a bunch of stuff. If they do an NX with all their main IPs as real games, not this crap we got now, yeah. I'm somehow convincing the wife we're, we're dropping yeah. $500. <laughs> we're going to get a second home loan yeah. or something. Because yeah. <laughs> I would. Because if, if they would have come out this E3 and gone, by the way, new Metroid, real Metroid, not Federation Force, and Zelda's coming next year, yeah. I'm buying a Wii U. Yeah. Right. And I think that was the other thing that really kind of scared me a little bit. It's like last year at E3, they showed footage of the Zelda game. This oh, yeah. year, they didn't show anything. They didn't say they anything. They said they wouldn't either, though. Hey. Like, I wasn't surprised. Oh, when really? They, yeah, they Uh-oh. came out and said, no, we're not showing anything but until there's next no reason. Oh, wow. They didn't say why. There was yeah. not even a... And see, that was the thing. The almost part of me says, I wonder if they didn't have to go, oh, shit, and go back to the drawing board and start from scratch. And, uh, you know what I mean? You gave me wine last E3, and yeah. now you're giving me a, a high C, or like a, what do you call it, a Capri Sun, and you're yeah. not telling me why I'm not getting wine. I mean, yeah. that's right. that's the, the, the best analogy. Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, it's a really good analogy, and I also think it's like, there's people out there that are like, hey, that footage we showed, they showed from, from uh, actually it wasn't E3, it was at uh, the Games Tokyo Awards, Game no, no, the Game Awards oh, okay. that Spike TV threw, they showed yeah. that footage. It looks like something that they we you couldn't handle like there's oh, that whole that rumor Zelda like thing? yeah, yeah oh, they're like yeah. holy right shit this like, looks yeah. really good i don't yeah. <laughs> Here, here's a conspiracy theory yeah. what if they're trying to avoid what happened with destiny so destiny's first trailer you're like whoa yeah when it actually lands they're dumbed down graphics yeah what if exactly to your point 
they're making us try to forget about that video because next yeah. year when we see it, we're like, wait a minute, this is not what you showed us. They're going to hope we have short yeah, memories yeah, and like, yeah. oh, it's been, it's been, and like YouTube months. doesn't fucking exist and we can't go find the video. Yeah, out they're, there they're trying to soften that book because I have a feeling that it's, it's, uh, it's once again a hardware issue, which is their effing downfall. Yeah. Well, they, 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 I don't know why they had such a boner to get out so quick ahead of Xbox One. And PlayStation 4, I was like, man, if you're smart, you wait, you wait, get, let them drop, see see what their system looks like, and then drop yours a year later, maybe even two years later, be a little behind the game, because you're Nintendo, uh, you know, and have specs that are equal. But they drop their machine, and then PS4 and Xbox One comes out, and it's not even close. Like, they're yeah. not even the same so strategy. Wii was here. a great system. Yeah. Grandparents bought Wii. People who never well, had they catered to we. the the casual the gamer casual they, gamer. they broadened their base right. Yeah. Fifty million Wii's are sold. So yeah. Wii U was a waste, in my opinion, a waste of their time. Oh, they yeah. should have waited, like yeah. Kyle just said, yeah. and compete. I mean, Nintendo's never once PlayStation came out. Nintendo always was a little back on hardware, but never the gap it is now. Yo, it's a huge it, gap. To me, we use the the new Coke. It was. Yeah. It, it's a fail. It's not a failure because they still sold some. It's still a great system. Yeah. They should have waited, put all that development into a something to hang with PlayStation because yeah. you knew it was coming. It's not like yeah. there's right. a oh my god, Xbox made something new and oh my god, Sony made yeah. a new console. Yeah. You knew it was coming. Now we're gonna get this NX that we're, in my opinion, if they screw up NX, that we're gonna lose Nintendo. Well, that's a broad statement, but the pro well the problem is is they should never even announce the NX at all to begin with. They should they they should have just out of the blue because this is this is why people are getting scared because of the even the the fact that if think about it if they never even mentioned NX and they said oh Zelda got delayed till next year no one would have been thinking about this no one would have been like oh well what if no one would be like oh okay well next year that's fine because yeah. no one knew when the life cycle of the Wii U was going to end no one knew you know what I mean no one knew that I'm sure they were hurting and they were having issues they weren't selling as much mm -hmm. but no one knew but the fact that the NX is is out out there in the the stratosphere people are like uh oh what does that mean yeah I mean because like when Ghost came out. So Ghost came out at the end of the 360 life cycle, yeah. and they saw a huge dip in pre-orders, and they went, oh, crap. So then they announced the, hey, if you buy Ghost on 360, we'll give you the shenanigans with the Xbox One. Yeah. So they're going to have to do something like that because, again, if you make a really good point of if I'm looking at next Christmas, am I going to drop 60 knowing that – Six months later, you're going to tell me there's a new console that's going to negate my software I yeah. just bought that's not even collected dust yet. That's it seems like a bunch of miscues that are really dangerous to make in this in the environment. Of and today. I do agree. If the NX fails, then I think Nintendo was just going to be a software developer. Nintendo I don't know. becomes yeah. Sega. Yeah, but I mean, I still think I don't know. I agree with that to a point, but I also. They'll yes still and own no. the handheld market. I like. I think the handheld right. market. Right, and they, they'll they, be they fine. have the DNA. Yeah. They've merged with the. They merged, but they had a. Uh, you know, they have a, a agreement with DNA to make uh, mobile device, mobile games, which is another yep. thing that they didn't mention this E3. They said that there is a mobile game coming out this year, um, yeah. towards the end of the year. But I'd be curious to see what Nintendo is doing because I think if obviously, I would argue, 
you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I argue that Mario is probably one of the most recognizable characters aside from Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's been proven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like people fact. know who Mario is. You look at Mario, you see the hat, you see the mustache. Nintendo Kids. is basically the Disney of the video game. I wholeheartedly you agree. You know what I mean? Yep. Like their IPs are told. That's why we're getting the the Nintendo Universal, Park, the Nintendo Park, right. Universal, because yep. those IPs are so recognizable and so many people want to see them. So you know, I understand it, and I think that's why I feel so bad. Like I. I like, sometimes, like, I like kind of dogging on somebody. Like, it's like, ah, you know, Microsoft messed up, or ah, Sony messed up. But, like, I feel legitimately bad dogging on Because, like, they did so bad that it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know a PG way of saying they've it. Only sold, they've yeah. only sold 7 million Wii U's. Yeah. And that's... And that since 2012. Much. Yeah. That's, that's not, not very good. good. That's not good. Yeah. I mean, you're, you feel bad, I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Nintendo's thing I cut my teeth on, right? I mean, we had Ataris, but my yeah. first system that was mine yeah. was an NES. Yeah, ditto, yeah. and same and, for Johnny. All these IPs well, we're talking about are the things that made me a gamer, yeah. and you're screwing it up. And well, I don't. Here's the problem, and and this is and people get shocked when I say this, but I've spent more time on my Wii U in the last six months than I have on my PS4. Yeah. And if I had a Xbox One or a PC, it would be the same thing because Nintendo. We we can argue that they did a bad decision marketing with the Wii U. But they're still putting out the best games, and they never break. There's never any bugs in their games. Yeah. Their games are always 100% perfect. I've had more fun playing Mario Kart and Smash Brothers than I have any game this year, other than the Hearthstone. Period. Yeah. And that, and that, and that's, and they put out when they do put out games, they are phenomenal. There's no they're, Master Chief Collection debacles. It's they yeah, always it, run. They're always, and they're super always good polished. to go. Yeah. Amazing but, game. Ma- amazing software. I mean, amazing titles. We said this the last time I was on the podcast eight months ago, whenever it was. Yeah. If Nintendo, to me, in my opinion, and great, I'm not a CEO, Nintendo should stop doing hardware except for the handheld. They own it, right? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're doing well. Yeah, yeah. And if, what would, imagine Nintendo licensing out Metroid, uh, Zelda, and Mario to the Xbox and PlayStation. I think it sells tons. Because right now, yeah. my, my kid can play the Kinect games. But that's about it because there's a lot. Unfortunately, a lot of Xbox games aren't PG, no. and or it's the Animal Connect game, which is lame. But if yeah. you get if you get Mario Brothers on the Xbox, I'm buying that day one. I'll yeah. buy twenty dollar Mar- uh, Nintendo licensed games all day long. I, I in my opinion, they should go the Sega route. They have they have great things to make money off of, and it. it's consoles or is not it. It'd be interesting to see what happens. I mean. Nintendo, I I put Nintendo up here, and I'm putting my. If you guys listen at home, my hand up really high, as high as I put my hand, and I put Sega down here, much lower, because Sega, I argue Sega, they're not as good as you remember, and Sonic, other than Sonic one, two, and three, and maybe some of the 3D Blast and pinball games, Sonic isn't really that great of a franchise. Period. Like they've 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 put out crap for years, and I'm sorry, I get some hate hate from you folks listening at home, but Sonic. They've not done a great job with their properties, but I know Nintendo will. Like, yeah. if Nintendo ever does drop from the co- from the console wars and make software, they're going to continue to make amazing games, no matter if they put them on all platforms. And I think that's something that that Nintendo's been doing this for anyone. Yeah. So, like, oh, hundred oh, yes, yeah. Well, I mean, even be as a company, they've been around for 125 years because they they start off as a game maker, a toy developer. So it's like, you know, I I, th- I have faith in Nintendo as a company. Do I have faith in them in the hardware? 
I used to say I did, but we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I can continue to play my Wii U, and when Zelda oh, comes yeah. out, Star Fox, uh, Mario Maker, I'm still gonna have lots of fun with my Wii U until the end yeah. of the life cycle. But I mean, are you gonna get any new people buying uh, a Wii U? I don't know. So it, it, it's they're getting zero of my dollars now. The whole voting with the wallet, right? Sir, the most right. famous yeah. Johnny induced thing, yeah. voting with your wallet. Mm-hmm. I I voted, and it, but if they were to give me software on other consoles, I'm telling you right now, I'd break the bank. So there we have it, folks. Um, any last words on the E3 conference, guys, before we uh, head out? Lackluster, I think, would be the Overall, not as yeah. good as past years, I, I want think. more bombs next. I want it to be a war zone. I want bomb, 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 bomb. You want it to be straight up 2000 uh, Outcast-style bombs over Baghdad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, because I mean, it's, it's, it's turned into the war between Microsoft and Sony with the like Bethesda and everyone getting their, their, their yeah, shots It's like in. the Cold War, basically, but at this point, stop, between the two of stop them. Stop spoiling it. I don't yeah. want this to be like movies where I'm, I'm – I'm begging for spoilers. Don't spoil anything. Yeah. And let every time a video starts up be a... <gasps> well, that's why we brought up that game, Horizon. Um, that that game, the post-apocalyptic game. Yeah. Because it, no one saw I, yeah, it coming. I, I didn't know And it was surprising. And that it. feeling you get when the game comes out that you didn't know was coming out is special. It's it's magical. Like, you, that feeling you get when you see something. You're like, yeah. wow, that was that. I, I'm excited for this. Like, I'm I'm curious. Yeah. And when a game gets leaked, uh, we knew Fallout Four was coming out. Yeah. Whatever. I, of okay, let me ask you guys this in closing. Favorite game announced? Now, obviously, King of Hearts, but uh, King of Hearts is one of your favorites. But like, other than Kingdom Hearts, because I knew that's gonna be your number one. What? Okay, well, that's not fair to say. Let's let's oh, let me no, rewind you're, that. You're one let, right. Let me let me rewind that. Favorite three games that came out of E3 announced. Okay. In no order, but just your favorite three games that so came out. Announced. Kingdom that you're going to buy. Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. The second it hits an X, something with an X in it as a console, I'm buying it. Fallout 4. Uh, I'm going to buy it on PC because I want to take advantage of my hardware. And uh, I like Rays of the Tomb Raider. Fourth one. It. I'm gonna go with Recore. I I I have high hopes, mostly because of name prodigy or pedigree, not prodigy, yeah. pedigree. Yeah, and if any son, he's he's awesome. Deuce. Favorite three games that were that, even if they were like I said, the games that were already announced, but just three games that yeah, were at E3. I, I really dug Fallout Four. Is Definitely my number one because hands down that was the one I'm like wow that's gonna be really really good. Second place and I'm gonna cheat on second on third. Second is gonna be uh, Doom because I think it looks really good, but also that Uncharted four looks awesome. So the, that was probably my tide. And then number three is something we didn't talk about and it's getting late, so I don't want us to get into it deep. But Ubisoft had an amazing conference the new uh ghost recon game they showed look really good the new rainbow six game they showed look really good and also the new um nate south park what's it called stick of truth no the oh, fractured yeah. butthole and it's b-u-t-w-h-o-l-e <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's that a great wordplay good like ubisoft in my opinion was like the sleeper's edge like yeah you didn't know what was going to come out of Ubisoft and then they start to hit you left and right because I always think, oh, Ubisoft, it's just fucking Assassin's Creed, but it's like, 
No, here's the division. Here's you know uh, the new uh, uh, advanced warfighter. Here's the new uh, all the new stuff. So I I don't know. It's funny why that, we're smiling. Literally during the last break, me and Johnny said to each other. Ubisoft was garbage. <laughs> oh really? I like. I, well, it's because like and I we, like our good games. friend and, yeah. I, and our good friend Jason works yeah. for Ubisoft, yeah. so it's kind of like overall. I I don't. I was disappointed uh, with their conference. Um, I, I I was very excited about the the new South Park game. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the games just didn't res- didn't resonate with me. Well, I just I, I I'm not like a huge Ghost multiplayer Recon, game, and, and I felt I like, like it was multiplayer division. centric, like everything. Division could be good, but like you said, it takes a lot for me to buy a multiplayer game. Obviously, well, Division isn't multiplayer. It's going to be single player. No, it's isn't multiplayer. It's going to be both. I think it's well, just multiplayer. It's, it's, I think it's campaign leading to, to multiplayer. Playing multiplayer. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, Ghost Recon. Campaign yeah. training. Ghost Recon is Ghost Recon. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And, well, and, you and know Rainbow me. Six I love Siege. the shooters games, and I love Tom Clancy games, and they they gave you the Tom Clancy bukkake this year of like, bam, bam, bam. And it's like, just, wow. I don't know. It's just Ghost me. Recon is, is now a niche game. When it first yeah. came out, it yeah. was great. I have, I haven't played a Ghost Recon in a hot minute. Yeah. A decade. Yeah. But you got that. You got the Rainbow Six, and you've also got the other uh, Tom Clancy game, which is coming out, which was um, oh, the Division. So you know, you got three different Tom Clancy games that are coming out, which would be so nice. Johnny. Okay, my turn. You're, you're <laughs> top. You're going. You're <laughs> top three. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Wait, I want to guess one. Go ahead, Cuphead. Ooh. <laughs> Didn't make the top three, but it would definitely make a top five. Cuphead and and Unravel would both make a top five. Well, I'll just do my top five then. There we go. Just for for s's and giggles, as I say around the kids, because uh, try not to curse in front of them. It's tough though. Uh, uh, of course, uh, Fallout Four. That, I've, out of the whole conference, out of everything, that was a f- that was the only game that said one of the only. But that was the game I said this year. I'm I'm gonna put sixty dollars down, no questions asked. This is the game I'm going to buy. Period. A lot of games that, can't, that are coming out this year, mm, I could wait on, you know. But that's a game I am definitely going to be dropping sixty dollars on. Uh, Uncharted Four is a must own for me. I'm going to buy that. Uh, a game that I I I don't know when it's going to come out that I really liked was Horizon. I think Horizon as a game really impressed me. Like as I didn't see it coming, it kind of came out of nowhere. And then of course Cuphead. If I had an Xbox One, I would be playing that immediately. Uh, and Unraveled uh, looks so good. I can't talk enough about that game. That game looks so amazing. Those are, that's my top five. Obviously, it's a lot different than most people's because I, I seem to lately gravitate towards more of the indie developers as of late. But uh, Uncharted, you know, it's going to be great. So, But, yeah, that's that's my top five, I guess, if you will. Um, but, yeah, fall, I think we're all unanimous. Fallout 4 is definitely it's the, the winner. Yeah. It's the winner. Like, it's the game that we're all going to be dropping money on. And it gets the E3 championship belt. It's a, okay. So, it's the happy hour uh, game of show, if you will, of game E3. Of show. Yeah, right? Yes, so, we all agree that is the my guest, uh, guest spot approval on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, anything else, guys, before we head out? Anything no, man. Thank you guys for listening to this. Maybe three and a half three hours hour yep. episode if you've made it all the way to the end yes. congratulations definitely e three stands for extra 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 uh, yeah, it does. Yep, yep. <laughs> and of course uh nate how can people find you on the internet uh so it's you know facebook right facebook.com slash nate gray that's g-r-e-y because that's my actual name uh and then twitter i actually changed it up from what it used to be it's it's at dante lebeau so d-a-n-t-e-l-e-b-e-a-u mm-hmm. 
uh it's me it's i do some podcasts and stuff too so it's it's all me and you'll get to see my kid and stuff so, cool, cool, cool. that's awesome awesome then deuce uh, of course there's several ways people can find us on the internet um, there is on Twitter at HH Podcast Show, uh, as well as they can send us a line for our mailbag episode, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Of course, facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And of course, uh, g- give us uh, some ratings on iTunes. Uh, we'd like to get your feedback and review on there, as well as Stitcher. Yep. Um, give us a, add us. SoundCloud's our main hosting, soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. Uh, and just hashtag us, hashtag HH Podcast Show, hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, and, and hashtag Deuces, Deuces on, on the, the loose. loose. Later. See ya.